evening. Welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. James Farley is here. Uh, yeah, hi. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I thought I had a joke for you for you this week, and I haven't. However, Mr. T-Shirts is fucking back. <laughs> Mr. T-Shirts <laughs> is back. Yeah, I've changed my name on, on Twitter now for, for the you foreseeable. Have, seen, Mr. T-Shirts is very much back in the house. Mm-hmm. But Mr. T-shirts and mugs and aprons and hats and tote bags, the whole whatever, yeah. really, isn't it? It's, you know, just he, he will sell you anything he can. <laughs> Maybe I can put my logo, the logo on. Uh, yeah. uh, slip. So this is a, a really roundabout and unhelpful way of telling you that we now have a store on our website, thecomputergameshow.com. Um, Matt's put a shit ton of work into this, and you can tell it looks fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, you can, you can buy stuff with our logo on it and that. Um and it's pretty nice and also the t-shirts with, <laughs> with drawings of us folding our arms and with <laughs> we've each got I was going to say it's not really a catchphrase is it it's just uh, one or two words that you might associate with each of us <laughs> um but I mean those drawings are absolutely stunning man. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean I, so, look, um, I look about 10 years older than I actually do but it looks good, fantastic but I look like Hank Hill which you do, you do. that's yeah, good I mean, though that's, 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 that's definitely though. That, that's the start of that illustration yeah like a guy a uh, guy from work uh, jake which is he's a he's a he's, he's, you know, he's really good at sort of stuff and uh yeah mm. i i uh i just asked him one day oh like uh well he's after we, we talked about on the podcast and i thought oh yeah so jake so i'm thinking i'm doing this thing where he like does outlines like, oh, no, don't, just, just take pictures and i'll do it for you and then yeah, so he really kind of did that, and I think they look fantastic. I mean, like yeah, we yeah, all do no. look a bit weird, but that's that's the style, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I think no, it's captured really well. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I've already had several tweets from people saying they're buying the one with me on. So that's yeah, going to be I mean, really unnerving yeah, when I see that in real life. You have definitely got, like, of all the tweets and things I've seen, it, most people will be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting the Sean t-shirt. I mean, right now the Sean oh, t-shirt on, is we, the most popular. You, is it definitely? Oh, no, have we, have we looked at the numbers the stats, yet? But, um, no, I'm sure it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the suit you know you make make the effort mm. people, it really people is, love yeah. it yeah right. we should have all suited um, up it's silly really yeah um, um, I mean yeah. yeah and obviously the shop is is quite flexible if there's anything you want to see on there give us a shout and we'll we'll see what we can do because it's, it's yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean like, this is this is only really the beginning we're, we're, we're eager to sort yeah. of do more and yeah if you've got any suggestions at all um, yeah, yeah. If, if you go, just give us a shout but uh, yeah, it's, it, I've put so much work into it, and I'm I'm glad it sort of shows. But I'm also, I, mm. I've been really nervous about making it live, and I wasn't mm. putting it off. But I was like, well, we should put it in then, and I was just worried about it. You've, but you've done your, your usual thing of just being far too close to it, and you're just yeah. seeing things that no normal person ever would. Yeah, so but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not it's not perfect, but I'm I'm happy enough. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah and I, I, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm happy it's live, and I can sort of relax a bit. Um, now I'll just go to my next item in the to-do list, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, I'm really happy with life. So yeah, there's a computergameshow.com slash store. You can look at stuff we're selling and uh, and let us know and on listening if you've got any issues, I guess, or queries yeah. about it. One upcoming event in the future where you could wear your brand new computer game show t-shirt. <laughs> well, where everyone in the audience <laughs> could wear their, their Sean Bell t-shirt, because imagine that. Yeah, don't, yeah. Do that. don't do that. Um, okay, if we're doing a live show. It, get wear not, James Farley t-shirt. Just so imagine a picture of you. No, no, thinking like you, James, and there's like 30 to 40 other people all wearing your t-shirt, <laughs> all with their arms crossed, and you're in the middle with your arms crossed. That oh man, just to get that photograph content. would be, just be amazing. Yeah. That would be unbelievable content. That would be incredible. Yeah, so we're doing a live show at EGX. We've mentioned it before, but it's 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 creeping up. It's 19th of October. <laughs> it really is, actually. Which is, 
Yeah, that is. That, I thought it was still a while off, and it's not. It's less than two months. Um, yeah, so we're doing that on the 19th of October at 3 p.m. Um, as long as you've got just a regular-ass uh, EGX ticket, you can come and see us. Um, I mean, you should probably just go anyway because it's quite good. Um, I'm really looking forward to it now. Yeah, me it, like, too, yeah. Now that I've realised that, that like I've got no actual holidays this year, this is it. This yeah. is my this is my big weekend, guys. This so, is the uh, big family trip. Yeah, so let's you know let's make a let's make a, a big go of it. Um, I've not, we've not booked a hotel yet. We should probably. No, no, we do, yeah, we, we or we should look at an Airbnb. Probably, or something, probably yeah. figure that out. We've yeah. got some yeah. um, Okay, we will. At least this somewhere show, sensible this time. Yeah, true. Well, well, I'm going to get them not sensible. Yeah, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Just because it's not in. Just because it's the not south in the south. Or is it... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine, well, we have to travel the down to the south, James. Think about us. Oh, how terrible yeah. for you. It's like, it's it's really easy to get there. And it's like, when it was no, in it Birmingham... and it costs a fucking fortune. Yeah, I cost... could get to Birmingham and back for £14. It I could get to Barcelona and back. It costs a fortune to me, for me to get from where I live to Birmingham. Because I don't live in London. I still have to travel all the way through there as That's well. That's bullshit. It costs Dave seven quid as well. What do you mean? Each way. When you all came up to Birmingham, Dave was like, because he was considering driving, then he was like, fuck me, I've just looked at the trains, it's like seven quid each way. Yeah, that's for him, but he doesn't live where I live, does he? It's Yeah, you do, it's all the south, it's, all, it's just one <laughs> one place with one train station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, streets paid right. gold. Yeah, uh, this show is supported by Patreon, if you want to head to patreon.com forward slash tcgs. Um, you can give us a sub and get extra stuff for it. Um, our Patreon producers for this episode are Alan M. Nash, Steve Garrett and Aaron Patrick. What's in the feedback, Matt? Let's get to it. Oliver Birch is first up talking about the biggest subject from last week, ostrich riding. Um, hello, gents. <laughs> Firstly, a confession. I shamefully rode on an ostrich while I was in Thailand some five years ago. I was oh, too man. drunk at the time to consider the animal cruelty, but immediately regretted it. It was well funny at the time, though, so swings and roundabouts. <laughs> So it completely did not occur to me that it that riding on an ostrich would be really cruel and pro- probably well, yeah. not legal. I, just, <laughs> that was, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure how much strength they had in them. I thought maybe it was just fine. That's why it was. You know, there's pictures of it all over the internet. Because obviously, if there's pictures of something on the internet, it's absolutely it's fine. Perfectly isn't it? legit that's and above how, board. Yeah. yeah, that's how it works. Uh, so yeah. So sorry to anyone who's like listening to that, being like, "Why are they all just laughing at the idea of going ostrich riding?" That's <laughs> Terrific. Um, yeah, sorry, what else did you have Yeah, I've actually got a statement here from Ostrich UK. Um, they got, no, I didn't. Uh, um, anyway, uh, he also continues, Anyway, just wanted to remind you all that Joust, the arcade game from the 80s, existed. My old man has a retro arcade machine, and it's my go-to game when I'm around his. Cracking little game about jousting on Ostrich back. That was pretty innovative for its time. Certainly from good a game. control good, side, good arcade game. standpoint. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, Last week, uh, Darren got get a question. James's commitment to the community, and and he's back basically after James <laughs> no. and actually he's incredibly is he's, he's incredibly you know uh, committed to it. Darren goes down and says it's an ongoing investigation, but currently James is 164 podcasts deep in rushing the end bit, aka the community slash emails tweets. <laughs> Verdict pending, but it's a tentative two out of ten. Mm. Now, is that Why the community the fans, you're trying James? to rush through, or just because it's gone half past ten? It's just because it's gone half past ten, and I want to. Should other we just? I want to should do. we just? Should we just reorder it and do all the questions at the start? And oh, then you have we... to do the. Then you'd have to do the news at the end. That'd be worse. No, surely. I don't want to do that because I, I definitely would rush through that. <laughs> It'd be even less news. You get you'll get like one or two stories if you're lucky. You know, if, if I do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we should that this time. It's a Gamescom. Nothing happened. In the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and, uh, but Adam late to the party comes in to defend you, James. As someone who has nothing but positive interactions with James Farley, I can confirm that he has loads of time for the computer game show community. So it's a solid eight from me. I mean, it's not a ten. Oh, there you go. It's an eight. So you've got but, two and an eight. But if you add the eight to the two, you get ten. It's it's a ten. Between that's, two of them, that's maths. you're perfect. That's mm. how it works. So that's overall, system. that's a five, probably. Yeah, so, yep. uh, you know, a little bit of work to do, James, but I, I think you're doing all right. Con- considering your outlook on the community, I think you're doing all right. Spoke I love the community. <laughs> he masks his disdain for them really well, yeah. <laughs> do you say, I, I love would you, say you love the community? Hmm? Would you say you love the community? I just said I love the community twice, Matt. Okay, just <laughs> it cut out. Uh, Spilt Milk uh, Studio has got in touch, uh, uh, as has Johnny Ball. Uh, last week, uh, James has picking up my pronunciation and by doing so pronounced pronounced put the word i'll just carry on <laughs> pronunciation james not pronunciation you are pronouncing pronunciation incorrectly while talking about the very topic couldn't resist and johnny ball so james farley was trolling with the conversation about how to pronounce things like things while mispronouncing the word pronunciation right that nearly broke me james we, well, do you think we're stupid are you well, no, as, as i can say i mean i'm glad that they spotted that you know that's that's quite good because it is obviously pronunciation but, but uh, do, is this a big joke to you james are well you, you, you didn't make... pick up on it so yeah well i, I just I, I couldn't believe the goal you would have to <laughs> to mispronounce that word whilst I mean, picking I, up I, on things. i can't believe we missed it at the time because i listened back and it is it's not subtle yeah it's very <laughs> very obvious that he gets it wrong it, it just um, all happened in yeah. slow motion you know you just like you, you want to yeah. stop it but you just can't it's, and then at yeah. that point <laughs> I, was just, too much fun. I was just shocked so uh, yeah. yeah it's disgusting really go on get on to the D&D stuff we're all talking hey, about D&D because now we're, we're also now part D&D podcast um <laughs> Uh, ben we Simon, like it or not. At Scientologist. The D&D chat lads, I tried to stop and think to myself, look, they don't know, they're not tabletop, tabletop lads. But then regardless, comments like, why not say 20-sided dice happened? And I cannot help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't believe you said that either, James. You, what was you, it? What, you, was, yeah. what was it supposed to be? I forgot. What, a D20. D20. A D20. Okay. Yeah. All right. I used to say I haven't heard of that term before. <laughs> I'm not a nerd, Matt. I've not heard it. No, well, no, I'm not. Cool I mean, guys, we're, we're, too busy, nerds, too busy smoking cigarettes and mm. slamming birds mm. and diet cokes. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I've never heard that. I mean, come on. You've heard if, the if term. I go to if I go to anybody and ask them what's a D twenty, they won't know what that is. Yeah, but this is a video games podcast, James. None of us are normal. Yeah, well, yeah obviously. This is, I mean. <laughs> I bet even Dave would know what D20 was. I bet he doesn't. Yeah, probably. I, I'd be well, very surprised if he, he did. Now, he well, he does now, thanks week. to us. We've, edu- we've educated everyone, so it's fine. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's mm. on the everyone same Everyone now knows what D20 is, so tell your friends. Yep. James yep. didn't. Um, anyway, um, we're, we're still on D, uh, D&D. Uh, Isaac Gilmore's messaging. Uh, lads, being a big fan of D&D, and I've listened to the last two episodes, I've come to the conclusion that you lot need a kick in the bum to get you all into it. I'm fairly positive <laughs> that once you get started, you'll never look back. So there is a new starter type thing, uh, new starter set type thing coming out next month called the Essentials Kit. It's pretty much all you need to start playing. Um, he said he'll send us a copy, but his own condition is that we stream a good long game, like three hours plus. Oh. Uh, the kit is designed to work well with small. <laughs> hang on, James. The kit is designed to work well with smaller groups and even one-on-one sessions, so three players will be fine. When you pick characters, make sure you learn all their abilities and spells, so that the DM doesn't have to do all the work. There's plenty of videos and resources. Blah 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 blah. You know, um, it, it sounds very, 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 very uh, in depth. But, for, but thanks for that email, Isaac. 
Um, I mean, because I, I've checked, it's like seventeen quid. So don't worry about. It's very kind of you to offer to send us one, but like we'll we'll just split it. I think. Um, plus then, who's going to be the, the? Okay, I'm assuming DM is is Dungeon Master. Is that right? It is. Yes. You know, just say Dungeon Master nerd. then. It's going to be Sean, isn't it? Because Sean actually means. knows what this game is about. Yeah, yeah I suppose it's going to have to be me, isn't it? That's fine. We still haven't got a straight answer out of Dave as to whether or not he's interested. I know he, he's listened to the show and he's just not engaged with this at all. So I, I think that's, maybe that's a no. Um, no but, it's <laughs> a yes. It's a yes, of course. He, he won't resist. Yeah, as he says here, whoever the DM is has the hardest job as I have the most to learn. But if you do get mm. right into it, PDFs are pretty much everything are available on the Trove on it. So, um, yeah. But he has a PS. When we'll Dave see. comes back, you should keep Sean as the main host. Uh, keep Sean as the main one and host. Just had to say that at the end. So I was hoping you weren't going to read that out. To be honest, I felt dig. incredibly awkward. Little dig, no, incredibly it was, awkward. It's fine. I'm just, okay. I'm just fanning some flames. You t- <laughs> that was a vote for Sean. Um, we're going to end on Zoe Hardwick's lovely email. One vote. For Sean. So what's that, Sean? <laughs> I just say yeah, just one vote. Just put just, that on the yeah. On the well, it's one nil so far. <laughs> Okay, not, yeah. okay, I haven't seen a single email about Dave, so it's all good. Okay, and on Zoe Harder's lovely email. Um, uh, here it is. Hello, lads. Apologies in advance for soppy email, as it's not intended to be read out, as it's just praising you guys, basically. I know it makes you uncomfortable to read that stuff. Well, apart from Matt, maybe who bloody loves it? Have I, have I, do I put that? Is, is you that just what it soak it like? up like a sponge, mate. You can't yeah, get true, enough yeah. of it. <laughs> Is that, that's not true. It's just got, I, I get the most shit. So any sort of praise, I'm like, any sort of praise, oh, I'm just enough. holding on to it like a like a dear yeah, child, like yeah. a, like my own child. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a thirty-something-year-old <laughs> mum, and my peer group is other thirty-something-year-old mums. Unfortunately, none of them seem interested in gaming, so I guess that makes me the weird outsider. I'm lucky enough to co-lead a gaming clan on PS4 uh, Destiny, and I'm so able to have uh, more contact with more like-minded people. That being said, your pods enrich my life so very much. Each week, I get to sit down, and listen to you guys chat and laugh and scrubble and it makes me feel more part of a community and not so much an outsider thank you for the wonderful content thank you for the twitch streams and the side projects you do bell's kitchen is a banger just thank yes. you for making me feel at home and among friends when i find that so hard to do in my real life thanks for letting me be natural oh thank you very much yeah, well, that's really thank you, that's, i mean we absolutely love reading and getting these sort of emails I mean, we get them a lot of people saying you know that it, it means a lot to them and it sort of helps them get through a day and stuff so that, yeah no. but, come on what? You don't have to say that. It's, you know, it's, it's, this is really nice. You know, we don't have to keep saying you've got loads of them and stuff. It's, you know, it's too much. <laughs> okay, but this is the first email we've ever email. We get these all the time, so it's really not that. It's not yeah, special. I'm, I'm sick of a really clog on the inbox. It's like, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to read it because it's really nice and we really appreciate you, Zoe. So uh, thanks. That's it yep. for, for follow-up and feedback. It's at ComputerCamePod if you want to uh, tweet us some feedback or whatever's on your mind. Or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. James, you know in Splatoon and how it's supposedly like non-violent, right, compared to like other shooters, because oh, it's just paint and stuff. Yeah. And yet, I feel like no one really pays enough attention to the fact that actually you shoot your opponents with ink mm-hmm. to the extent that they actually explode. Yeah. Like it, like just covers, like because you know, obviously they have their own ink, but when it's like the the other team's ink, it's somehow they're like I don't know, it's like they're allergic to it or something. And obviously, it just covers them, and then they like burst, like they physically burst apart, and just the and then the other team's ink just goes everywhere. It sort of implies that as well as covering them, it's also like filled them up from the inside to the point that yeah, they just they just blow apart completely. Um, and, and that's quite horrific. And yeah, basically, that's I, I want I want to feel like that as you deliver the news this week. Okay, so what I want you're you saying? Pump me full of ink. 
see, yeah. So what you're saying oh. is you want you do want me to pump you like so it's just you're oh, full f- up. So you're like full up so that you just explode like all over. Yeah, the place. basically, it's like I'm allergic to it to the point that I just swell up. Yeah, you become sort of engorged and then explode oh, everywhere. Explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come okay. on, yeah, basically, God, yeah. Oh, just that's just that was disgusting. It's been Gamescom this week, and um, I mean the first. I mean, okay, there has been some stuff that's happened. It's not terribly interesting. <laughs> I'll be good honest. To know. It's. It, I mean, I, <laughs> I've not this this news right. I've not. I'm not more, very. More news programs should open with that. I know, but yes. I'm not terribly yeah, some enthusiastic happened. about any of this stuff because I don't think it's that great. Any of it, to be honest. I mean, we'll get to that bit in a minute. But anyway, so the first thing I think is probably worth looking at is that Nintendo had their Indie World presentation where they showed off another yeah. a whole load of stuff. I mean, I mm. I saw two games here that I thought I, I that looked interesting to me, and a lot of other stuff that I don't know anything about. But maybe it'll be good. So, mm-hmm. what I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, should we just go through what we thought we liked, or because I don't want to go through every uh, single I one? I mean, to be honest, I, I I'd need to just rewatch the whole thing again because there was so much of it, and I'm like now I'm just looking at a list. Um, okay, so personal highlights. Uh, so, Risk of Rain two coming to the Switch. That's huge because the yeah, first so, one was really good. So, and, um, so this one is now three D or. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was just and what two D before two D side. Yeah, so before it was, it was pixel art and yeah, um, and yeah, and this one's three D. I don't. Did you either of you played the first one at all? No, no I heard of it. Ah, and I knew really some good. people loved it, but I didn't even know what sort of game it was, let alone what it looked like. So I'll just yeah, open so, this up, and it just says it's a third person roguelike. I have now closed my tab. There you go. It's I will <laughs> never open it again. Yeah. <laughs> What's no, your it's good. With roguelikes? Um, I just don't like them. But go on. Basically, so you've crash landed on a planet, and yeah, so you pick like okay. a character who has a weapon and an ability, and then yeah, basically just run around killing enemies, getting experience, and finding more items that give you new abilities. So like pretty standard roguelike stuff, but um, yeah, it was it was just proper good fun, and the fact that this one has moved to 3D is really interesting because obviously that's quite a big deal because the first one had like you know like a really decent um art style and stuff um but yeah this the second one's i think it's been on early access on pc for like I don't know, like six months or something oh what, the, the sequel um, has is it yeah yeah um okay. and yeah i believe the feedback has been very good i just hope it runs all right on the switch mm-hmm. it's becoming more of an anxiety these days when they just announce like oh this game that looks really nice on pc is coming to the switch and you're like eh, okay <laughs> Um, well freedom finger did you guys see this Mm. Uh, yeah well what's the whole thing Uh, yeah yeah, so so this was because this first got shown at the kind of funny thing sorry Dave uh, uh, over E3 and it looked really good then again it's just like a 2D shooter but it's all music based and the trailer uses a song by The Sword and it's cool as fuck Um, uh, Creature in the Well still looks amazing you know the sort of it's like a pinball game, but you're running around hitting a ball at enemies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And solving puzzles. That looked really interesting. Uh, what the Golf is coming oh, to yeah, Switch. What the Golf God. was amazing. Yeah, that, was, like, that, that was good. We played that at Res, didn't we? Was that it Res? Was... Yeah, and like obviously I would probably have been happy to play it on PC either way, but like for you guys, like it coming to the Switch is, is way better. So yeah, really excited about that. Um, Skater XL, yeah, which that... appears to just be Skate. It does. I mean, I, see, I looked at that. I've got written down here because it said this looks like a PS2 game. Like when I saw that, I, does a bit. Does yeah. a bit. There was the, there was like no lighting. It was all very yeah. sort of flat looking. Um, I, but to be honest, if it's got that control scheme, I don't think I mind because I know there's that other one which was like, what was it 
what was session. It the project. Oh, session. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I played. There's like a, a free alpha of that you could just download on PC. And like, and the, the control scheme was was different to EA's Skate. And I was a bit like, just make it the same, guys. I don't need you to yeah. try and strike out, do something different. EA aren't making skate games anymore, so I will take a straight up rip off at this point. I don't care. <laughs> like. <laughs> So yeah, so I'll be interested to see how Skater X. Yeah, I just want a good skating out. game. Um, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah exactly. it might have looked PS2 ish, but I mean, mm. I didn't think it looked bad. I mean, yeah, it's no. like maybe lighting and stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll take it like a you know cut down skate or cut down Tony Hawk's. I mean, if it controls yeah. well, like they kept mentioning in the trailer, oh, it's like you know fully physics based, no two tricks are the same because um, mm-hmm. the way like you might move your sticks for your you know for your weight to shift and how you land on yeah, the board yeah. and what angle and whatnot um mm-hmm. yeah if it, if each trick does feel unique depending on how you land or, or move the, the sticks and i'm well up for that um yeah exactly I, I don't really mind how it looks as long as it's got that that same feel to it um yeah. skate had i'd be well excited i have never played a skate game why are they so oh, good so we well, you know that you you played a tony hawks game yeah yes i played those yeah where it's so you know you hold a button and release it to jump and then sorry ollie um and then all your your tricks are just on different buttons basically mm-hmm. um whereas skate was well the first one was just your left stick is your body and the right stick is your feet right <laughs> so so to do an ollie you hold the stick down and then flick it up for like you know forwards and then you do an ollie uh, but then to do a kickflip you would hold it down and then, hang on, I'm going to forget. So yeah, you'd pull it down and then flick it up to the right. So it's like you're shifting your weight back and then kicking the board up whilst also pushing it to the side, if you get me. And then it would get more and more involved as you got to like harder tricks. Um, so it was just this really beautiful, like tactile feeling to it. Like it just properly felt like you had this relationship with the, you know, the board rather than it just being push buttons to do tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's like, properly captured a lot of people's imagination and and you know and why everyone's still really sick that we're not getting a fourth one for so whatever why reason. is that like did it not sell well did no one care or what's the well, deal? i don't know because they made they made three of them like mm-hmm. i i honestly think because the third one was great but possibly not as good as skate 2 i think most people agree on that now and i think there was a sense so there's an early mission in skate 3 you literally jump over a shark uh-huh. So, okay. which I think maybe was an intentional comment from the developers, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying like, "Look, the, I don't know what else we're supposed to do with this now. This is it." Mm-hmm. Um, so, mate, I don't know. But then, if it made money, EA wouldn't accept that as an excuse, would they? It'd be like, "No, fuck you. You're making another one." But you'd also be um, thinking, it's like, okay, maybe this is, can't be like an annualized franchise or whatever. But at least put one out on mm-hmm. the new consoles or whatever if it's good. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd think so. And like the other thing was. Um, so it had this skate reel thing, so you could um, save replays and upload, like, edit them, and then and then upload them. Which obviously at the time Xbox 360 days was like pretty groundbreaking. But now it's like you wouldn't even need to implement that because that's just that exists in the mm. infrastructure anyway. That's not even a thing you'd have to put in. Um, which is doubly annoying because it's like, oh yeah, and that stuff would be even easier to share now than it ever was. So that'd be really cool. But. Yeah, whatever, for whatever reason, EA aren't, aren't doing one. So, I, as I say, I, I will happily accept other people having a crack at it, even if it is literally the same thing. Yeah, so you got you got Skater XL, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame it's not after um, 2020, but uh, yeah, still still looking yeah. forward to that. Um, but yeah, are there any others that you guys were particularly yeah. taken by? There was two, as I said, that I thought looked interesting. I liked, mm-hmm. is it is it Roki? Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. They uh, they pronounced it slightly differently, didn't they? But I can't Rocky remember how. Or so it was, was it Rocky? Yeah, 
Yeah. We'll stick with... It was like... Yeah, I don't know. Say I mean, that, that, that looked right on my street. I mean, it's like kind of like exploration, <laughs> making friends with animals, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That looked good. And also, mm. the other one called The Tourist, I thought looked interesting Oh, yeah, I was well. imagining yeah. Tourist. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it looks yeah, yeah. lovely, but it's all like, you know, puzzle-solving, exploration, you know, and the art style looked, looked fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. But that that was about it. I mean, they were the only two that I saw that I thought... I'd, I mean, what about Eastwood, though, Matt? Are you not into that? Because that's... Like Stardew Valley, it looks like. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, as soon as I said Chucklefish Games, I'm like, well, this is a day one, clearly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I, I'll need to see more about that, but it's it's going to be good because it's, yeah, it looks Stardewy mm-hmm. and it's Chucklefish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 thought, I thought loads of those games look good. I mean, I was with all these indie mm-hmm. things, every time they come out, like 95% of the games, you know, look great. Look really cool. And, um, yeah, yeah. and makes, makes them want to get them. And, like, it's so, this was called. Um, Indie world, Nintendo's indie world, like, is oh, that... yeah, they sort of rebranded it, didn't yeah, they? It's so not indies, it's, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, like, is this maybe like, I uh, are they called indie worlds when they're a free or games common? The norm, um, normally they're just like nindies, or do you reckon they've rebranded all of them to indie world? Do we know really what the deal I is? Have, I have no idea, and it's not like it was so different that it was like, oh, okay, they're trying out like a new format or anything. It was pretty much business as usual, yeah. wasn't it? Just with mm. a different. I mean, I, I, mean, I know start. not everyone was a big fan of the Nindies, but I... Uh, I, <laughs> I was all right with it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind. I mean, um, uh, other games, um, Superhot has come out on Switch. I mean, it's out on every single yeah, platform. Already out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really and care it, about like, this. Superhot I mean, feels like such a VR game now. Yeah. And they're not even... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, like, now I've played that in VR, I don't think I could imagine playing it not in VR, because that's what felt yes. amazing about that game. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, the original, you know, you know being able to play it out and about... Um, that is cool, but yeah, I having played the VR one, I think the the original game would seem quite limited in comparison. Now they also had like, I mean, there's Hotline Hotline Miami. Obviously, it's out now. I mean, that's probably good. But mm. I mean, I already own that, and it's it's how much is that? Twenty three quid as well. I think on Switch as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah both for games both, isn't it? Yeah, one and two. Yeah, which is fair um, enough. But um, yeah, I mean, I already own it, so I don't think I'm going to bother buying that yeah. again. Because I mean, true, oh, yeah, did we get- say the second one's not that great anyway. Uh, I heard it was nowhere near as good. Yeah, um, there's, I mean, there was nowhere near the amount of buzz around it and stuff. Was there? It just sort of appeared and then went. <laughs> Apparently, there were, there were a lot of sections where, like, you know, there were rooms, like massive rooms, like bigger than the screen, with people with guns at the other end. Oh. So sometimes you just walk into a room and get shot by someone you couldn't have possibly known was there. Stuff like that. Um, it's a shame. Apparently the story gets much more involved. Mm-hmm. In the first one, it was sort of it like it was trying to say something, but it was pretty bare bones. Um, but yeah, um, well, they, but yeah I, probably, I don't think I'm going to bother. No. To what do you think, Matt? Would you have you played Hotline Miami? I can't remember. Uh, I played a bit of the first one. It seemed good, but at the time I didn't really go any further with it. Um, I, I mean, mm. I, I know lots of people say it's amazing, but um, I yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah, oh, it I does really do I played it on right Vita. Now. I mean, I know I should because I liked Apal and Apal wasn't spectacular. So I'm sure I'd love Hotline Miami if I really put time into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to spend 23 quid on a collection on Switch. Um, no, so, there's plenty yeah, of those on Switch, aren't there? There's tons of collections of exactly. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> okay, and then um, the only other, I mean, the other, also they they dropped Ori, didn't they, in the in the Blind Forest right at the end as being like a oh yeah. So course, are we yeah. getting? Because obviously this is the first one, and I know the second one's on its way. So no mention of the second one coming to Switch, or have I just no forgotten? Also, okay. is this yeah, an so indie it, game? Um, I mean, it yeah, was. I think so. Is it? Or was it? Pub, was it published by Microsoft, or was it? 
I don't know. I've no idea. They I had exclusivity very... on it, didn't they? At least, and then yeah. no, they own it or whatever. Yeah. The thing is, so this was already in the Blind Forest um, definitive edition, but yeah. I haven't really found out what makes it a definitive edition. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's different about it. Uh, yeah. I, I presume you guys don't know either, right? No clue. Nope. But yeah, I mean, um, everyone raves about the first one. I played like, you know, again, I played a couple of hours of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll probably play way more on, on this. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting what you say about the sequel. I mean, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be outside of all the possibility for them to get a sequel out on this, but maybe they're just seeing what the waters are like with this and then they'll do it. But yeah, this is the, yeah. the second Microsoft game on Switch. Obviously, we've had Cuphead. Now we've got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. And yeah, and just, then, I've just checked. Yeah, yeah, so it was published by Microsoft Studios, as is the second one. Yeah, it's not um, really indie yeah. game, then, is it? It's a bit odd. Well, no, no, yeah. but like Microsoft. But then can you could say that games. about. But then, like, yeah, by that measure, like No Man's Sky isn't an indie game, and a bunch yeah, is it of about others, the development team or is it about like, the publisher? Like, well, I don't know. I mean, who, who? Yeah, but is it is it an independent development team then, or is it a Microsoft team now? Another uh, independent team called Moon oh, okay. Studios. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Sounds anyway. like an independent game to me. Uh, also, they mentioned, uh, I'm not sure it was in this or some other thing, but we'll cover it now. Like, uh, they showed footage of The Witcher uh, Witcher 3 on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, it's um, tremendously cut down. But, um, yep. but you know, I, I, everyone, I, put, I asked on Twitter, you know, like, is this still good? It, the game's so good enough that you would take a cut down version and people overwhelmingly said, yes, it doesn't matter. Yep. So yep. as long as it's not, you know, disastrous, I'm, I'm sure it's going to do really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you haven't given it a proper go before this, yeah, you'll have yeah. a very good time. I, mean, I, I bought it for Xbox yeah. just because I wanted to see it X-Enhanced and it looked stunning, but mm-hmm. if, you know, if this is good enough, I'm going to get way more time out of it if I get on Switch. So I'll be very interested yeah, exactly. to see what it, I think, actually, I haven't watched it yet, but Digital Founder, I think, today, done, like, a big, like, performance review of it. I okay. need to watch that, really, but, um, yeah. Mm. It, it's, it's amazing what they're able to get on, on the Switch, given how much yeah, of a beast absolutely. The Witcher 3 and... really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I was saying when we did the the live stream as well, like I, you know, it's nice that they are just showing you a trailer of exactly what it looks like on the Switch version, rather than trying to bullshit it. Like they could have <laughs> gotten away with just showing cutscenes and stuff, and then just being like, you know, brackets, not actual gameplay footage or or not actual Switch version footage or whatever. But mm. they're just being quite upfront about it. So fine, it's like good. The old days, isn't it, when they used to have the you know Spectrum boxes with like pictures of like C sixty four stuff on the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically, obviously, on console, it's 60 frames, but they've taken it down to 30 frames. But but it seems from skimming this article, yeah, that Digital Foundry really, really impressed. Um, I mean, I don't remember the PS4 version ever running at 60, so I wouldn't well, worry. Well, yeah. yeah. Right, uh, what else we got? Yeah. Okay, so that, that was the indie stuff, which I thought was mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, I always love seeing those, because as Matt said, there's always something interesting you know, that you can mm-hmm. look forward to. Then after that, we had the next thing I've got is the Google Stadia event, which, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this was quite because I didn't see this live. I watched it back later, but I'd already read a couple of the comments mm. about it. Did either of you mm. watch this as it was happening or? Nah, no, I couldn't I watch just... it live because I think it was like five or six o'clock when I was busy. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it, Sean? I haven't seen it. No, I mean, I've seen the stuff that's been announced. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah. So. Okay, I don't know what to say about this because they <laughs> well, were just pretty much had the big major headlines from it. Well, I mean, well, the there headline are any major headlines—that's the... the problem. <laughs> well, okay, so bearing in mind discussions we've had about Stadia and the concerns that we have, 
Um, for me, the the real headline here was that um, so Thumper is coming out for it, which is a re- music game which requires precise timing. Interesting. Um, which is and they also mentioned that Windjammers. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, 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 we'll get to that. Um, and uh, Windjammers Two is coming to it as well, which is you know out on other not platforms. really a fighting game, but might as well be in terms of you know how you play it and the, again the the timing required. So basically, these are two games that, if our concerns are correct will absolutely not fucking work. But they've made a point of being like, yeah, look, these games are coming and they're going to be fine. So but the thing is, is my we'll concerns, see, I guess. My concerns about this aren't just whether it works or not. It's the mm-hmm. fact that I don't see why I would buy stuff on this over a different, like, anything else. No, absolutely, yeah. But I'll be been... nervous, James. Like, the reason is because you can... The idea is you can play them anywhere. Yeah, but you can't, can you? I don't own a Pixel phone. Well, <laughs> plus you can already get Thumper on Switch and possibly phones as well. I might have made yeah. that up. Um, I mean, if you, I mean, we were talking yeah. about this the other night, Matt. Too. I mean, it's like Microsoft are gonna have pretty much the same thing as this, probably by is it by the end of the year, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, like, like, the tests are in September, October, mm-hmm. so it can't be far. And it's like, why would you choose this over whatever Microsoft have got with Game Pass and everything? There's no reason why mm. you'd go for this. I mean, the thing that they showed, I think they were trying to show off, is they showed Cyberpunk, obviously, which was quite funny, because then I was reading like people saying, oh, they're stream stuttering and stuff, which is, I mm-hmm. mean, that's always funny. Like, if you're watching something like that, and they're just like, yeah, the stream <laughs> stuttering, and it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's not good just for a video. Then they had, like, <laughs> Destiny 2. I mean, I love Destiny 2, it's brilliant, but, you know, I've just written down here Destiny to yawn because it's just like you know we've already seen all of this stuff and then the only thing that I thought that looked interesting was they showed is it called Kine I think it was oh yeah yeah but then that's coming to everything else as well anyway <laughs> and the only Stadia exclusive I had there was Orcs Must Die 3 and yeah I that was weird I don't really want to put down I mean, like 130 quid or whatever just to play that it's not a megaton exclusive is it no. I mean I gather the Orcs Must Die games are pretty good but for that to be the only exclusive they've confirmed so far. Yeah, but weird. I mean, I mean, guilt. Like they said, it's it's. Oh, it's, that's true. Yeah, because that was in the main. But uh, it, yeah. even that has its own connotations. Like, is it time exclusive? How long is it exclusive for? But yeah, yeah, it's probably launch I mean, exclusive. I, you see, they what they've done with this is it feels like they've done completely the opposite of what I thought they would do. Maybe this mm-hmm. is going to win for them. Maybe it's going to be great and everyone's going to be playing games on Stadia. But I would mm-hmm. have thought if you're going to launch something new, which people are already a bit suspicious of anyway, you mm-hmm. need some stuff that you can't get anywhere else that is going to force people to think, I've got to try this. Because yeah. you know I mean? if you think like Microsoft did that, nobody was interested in the Xbox before it came out. There was all that sort mm-hmm. of negative thing around like, oh, it's Microsoft. Microsoft's terrible. Windows crashes, blue screens and everything. <laughs> Microsoft's a tech company, not a games company. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what do they yeah. do? They have like Halo. You know, they had something yeah. to get people in. There's yeah. nothing with this to get anyone in, I don't think. You know, that's mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason why I would buy anything on this over over like playing, playing on PS4 Pro or whatever like that at this stage. It's, yeah. you know, it's like I'm, we said, you know, like when, when Steam first came out, like obviously that's now commonplace and digital distribution is, you know, huge and, and all the rest of it. But they were only able to make us install Steam because we needed it to play Half-Life 2. Yeah, exactly. And that was, <laughs> so they needed that to, fought, they, you know, that was the Trojan horse, basically. Yeah. You um, need a reason but, to actually but use James, this. You just said, well, I play on PS4 Pro. Well, no, like the whole point is that you can play this on, on your laptop, on your phone if you've got a Pixel and other phones coming later. Like, 
<laughs> you can't play your every. You can't play your PS4 Pro you want, but you can. You can play this on on any tablet or. Well, I can. Because yes. I can just use remote play. Well, yeah, but remote play isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know this yeah, is any better. Not be either. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but but you seem to be thinking, well, I'll just play everything on a PS4 Pro. Like the the idea is, you can play stuff everywhere. That's the whole point of it. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, when, I mean, when I will am I going to do this. that? Like, I, I don't know when I'm going to even do that. Well, no, am this I, isn't I... about you, but this is, this is about the system. <laughs> the system is you can play these games wherever on a device. That That's the benefit. But you, you can't well, play it on a device game. at the moment. You know, it's just... well, yeah, I, we've covered that. Matt, well, I, know I, that. I, I hope this is good, but I can't wait for it to come out and see what you have to say on the show. <laughs> I will Honestly. say, right, I, I watch this, yeah. and this just made me angry. <laughs> now I'm like I've I've got I've got a pre-order. I'm I'm yep. well. I've always said I'm going to keep it. I watched this mm. and I thought I don't know if I am going to keep it. Frankly, I almost certainly I probably will because basically I'll need I'll need to be there day one. I just have to experience this. I want to I want to be opening the controller and seeing what's like and like experiencing it. Even if I just try it for half an hour or an hour or you know I just want to I need to be there day one because that's how my brain works. If I'm not there, yeah. I'm going to be freaking out in the corner with major FOMO. Even if it doesn't work, I've just got to try. It. I've got to be there day one. But having said that, I watched this right and. They are absolutely fucking up big style. Like I, like, what they've done is they thought, okay, well, you know, we've seen Nintendo Directs, we've seen now PlayStation State of Play, you know, we've mm. ignored the Xbox One because those last seven hours long. We see what mm. these guys are doing. Let's just do that. Game trade, game trade, game trailer, someone talking who doesn't blink, game trailer, game trailer. And like, that's, that is not what I want. I don't want to see a fucking trailer for Grid. Or, De- yeah. or Destiny 2. I know what those games are like. I know what, I know what pretty much all these games are like because they've been out on other systems. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but I want to see, like, the UI. I want to see them showing actual, like, you know, what it's like to go from YouTube to the game to, to yeah. you know, switch playing on... Um, tablet or desktop or phone i want to see like real people i mean it, i i'm sure even these demos that maybe these imaginary demos i've got in my mind are on video obviously i'm sure they'll be faked in some way but i want to see these real life scenarios i you, don't you want, want to see, see the somebody fucking playing on a balcony or a skate park you know I, like I, playing I, wanna, I want to i want to basically them to get nerdy and maybe that's not for everyone but i want to see them tell them say look this is the this we can see this we can do this how it's going to work this is a ui like, I don't want to see another game trailer. I don't care. Show me the system. The system's a new and exciting thing. These games are not new and exciting. They just show me trailers. Well, okay, brilliant. Well, I can play all these on my system. So, you know, what, what, what's it matter? Like, who who cares? Fumper's a great game, but I have played a Fumper. I can play it on other systems. Like, mm-hmm. show me the nerdy stuff. That's what I want to see. I want to see the technically how it works and why it's different and why it's cool and why it's new. They're not showing any of that yet. I mean, like... Even the UI, and you know, you may be people saying, "Well, maybe the UI is not done." It fucking better should be done, given that we're like, was it like two or three months away? Just show me that stuff. Maybe I'm on my own there, but I want to see the stuff in the background. Mm. Want to see how yeah, it works? I know what you mean. I mean, all yeah. they've they've tried to do is they just keep trying to say their, their main message is, "It works. Please try. It, it works." You know, it's it's like, don't worry about it. It works. But then, not any other reason apart from that as to why you'd want to buy it. It, I, I don't understand. Also, you're right, Matt. That presenter, the eyes thing, was quite scary. Yeah. It was. Yeah, uh, she, was she a... didn't. She didn't blink in thirty-two minutes. 
No, it was <laughs> it was really scary actually. Like to points, it was uh, yeah, it was uh, it was quite interesting. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they. I mean, you're right though, Sean. I mean, they showed a whole ton of fighting games, and it is like they're trying to prove mm. that the service works. You know, that's like yeah, you know, obviously this stuff's difficult or whatever, but it works and it's fine. But it's mm-hmm. like I still think that pitch of like this isn't going to be worse than what you're already experiencing. Is not a great one, like you know, for if yeah. you're trying to sell something. I, I just don't think yeah. it is. But no, but, but surely, yeah. surely that is. If like, it's not going any worse, and also you can play it on any device. No, but you should be like. Oh, but it no, should no, be more like, than that. If if it's exactly how you're playing games now, but you can play them wherever you want on any device you want, and you're not but you tethered can't. to. You can't do that. Well, you can't. If your certain demographic has got a Pixel phone and a, you know, whatever. <laughs> But and, and ultimately they're going to get to a place where you can play it on any device. Like surely that's great if it's un- if it's no different from your console, but you're not tethered to the console. You don't have to wait to get home. You know, that's to play fine. it. Yeah, like we we just need the thing to to come out and to see if Matt finds it good and useful or not. There's no there's there's no point debating it anymore at this point, is there? It just mm. needs to be released, and we just need to see what it's like yeah. in in real life. I, I, I cannot wait because it's it's probably gonna. <laughs> Like, do it's just that first weekend is going to be an absolute, you know, disaster. I know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be like the first couple of weeks, you're going to be saying it's the best thing ever, and how you've been taking it to work and you've been doing all sorts of stuff, and it's brilliant. Give it about, I don't know, a month or so, two months. We're going to be saying, You you played your stadia recently, Matt. And you're like, no, no I've, I've not, I've not got round to it. You know, the other games. And stuff. <laughs> I've already said in this show, I'm not sure how it fits into my lifestyle, but I want to be able to find out because. You know, I drive to and from work, so there's no chance there. I don't don't commute, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I'm working, and then I'm coming home and I'm doing like other stuff. And I like, I don't exactly. Know. I mean, this is why this makes no sense. Like at the well, moment, no, no sense for me. But other like, but you're the one who's pre-ordered it. So <laughs> I want to be on day one. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm obviously incredibly interested in will it work, will it don't work, and I, I want to try it. But the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this That's is fine. just this just made me angry, frankly. The, mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to be here, like you know, salivating over this, and they're not showing me what I want. I don't want to see another game trailer for Super Hot. Yeah, so it's and not it, really Super necessary at this game, point, is it? But don't you're not showing me why it's different or better or cool or great on Stadia. You're just showing me a game trailer for a game I've played. <laughs> if they don't right in the next like, well, when's this thing out? Like November, yeah. I think. Anyway, yeah. right. so we've got it's like end of August now. So like. Uh, September. It could be basically got three months, right? If they don't start actually showing some real life demos soon, mm-hmm. this it's this, worrying, this ma- isn't it? Yes, I mean, like, yeah. uh, I was talking to someone at work saying, like, why don't they get like a streamer to actually, like, you know, d- go and actually start streaming this, and people can maybe join in or see an example of what it's like to go from YouTube yeah. to the stream, or or show us some stuff where they said, oh, you can um, search like for like a. You know, I think the example they use was Tomb Raider. You can touch a certain puzzle; it'll take you to that point yeah, in the video. Yeah, yeah. Show me, just show me that. Does that work? How does that work? Show me the UI. Just th- yeah, they, show they, us that stuff working, not as part of an on-stage exactly, demonstration. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It, they, if they have another one of these, like whatever they're called Stadia, they've got a name. But if they have another one of these Stadia things, right, and it's just more game game demos, I'm cancelling the pre-order. I don't give a fuck. I can't. I can't they can't <laughs> be doing this. They need to be doing something better. See, so I don't care about any of the UI stuff particularly. I just want to see, give me a reason to buy this over what I've already owned. Like, give me a reason. Well, how about, James, playing on any device wherever you want? 
That's not enough. That's not enough of a good reason. I want okay, a- well, what, what then this isn't for you, but that that's surely the main... <laughs> but that is it. No, yeah, that, yeah. That's, surely, that's surely the whole point of this. is like, do you want to play games wherever you want, or do you want to be tethered to your device? If I'd you think, be oh, tethered to my device if it's got games that I want to play on it. And that's that's the thing, because it's like... James has got grid on it from Codemasters. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting cyberpunk on it. Yeah, great. Okay. I did see a few people, yeah, because so obviously Grid is it's like a reboot of the Grid series, which has only had what two, three entries in it anyway. Yeah, but whatever. A lot of people are like, oh, what they're putting Grid on it, a racing game from two thousand and seven. Uh, no, they're doing a new one. That's the yeah. one. That's obviously, on it's a new one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, right. Let's move on, please. What else we got? James? Okay, so we've okay, so we've had okay, so we've had Nintendo, we've had Google. Now we've got yep. Microsoft because we've mm-hmm. got. I mean, okay, this is like a grab bag of just pointless news that they've got here. Because you've got... <laughs> no, because it's true. Well, I didn't... mean, as the news guy, it is your job to, you know, yeah, you pre-see just... this and just... Well, that's what I was trying <laughs> to say, but I was trying to, to find... <laughs> I was trying to find something from Microsoft yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. Like, that was mm. genuinely interesting. It's it's be- From what I can see, it's all just Game Pass announcements, right? Yeah. So, look, here's what we got. This, this also, is also the new is... controller colours. Well, yeah, that, that didn't make the cut, unfortunately, in the news. Wow, okay. I didn't think I didn't care about that. I guess this I is. I thought you could just make your own controller anyway, or whatever color you, you want. You can, but they do like they've done special ones, haven't they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, this is the stuff that I did that that I just thought is marginally less boring than the rest of the stuff. Um, okay. Right. So we've got Game Pass stuff. Uh, Devil May Cry Five, Age of Empires, Ape Out, Bard's Tale Four, and Blair Witch are coming to Game Pass. There you go. To be fair, Devil May Cry 5, I know we said this when the announcement came out, but people keep badgering us that that might be on the game of the year list, but none of us have played it. So we've got no excuse now. It's free. Yeah, I've already got it installed. Uh, Very excited to try that. Apal, I thought was really good. It it, it didn't blow me away, but I thought it was well worth playing, and obviously that's Mm -hmm. out now. Um, Yeah, I mean, Devil May Cry being out is class. Yeah. I've just realised I don't think Devil May Cry is on PC. So, uh, fuck. Unlucky. Yeah. Just buy an Xbox, Sean. Well, I mean, bother. honestly. Well, yeah, just leave it. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, new. this is the problem because, like, there is a lot of good stuff on here. Like, yeah. Devil May Cry 5, I'd probably like to play that, but that means I've got to switch my Xbox on and I don't want to bother, is what the problem. Pain. It's- what, what, push what do you mean button. you can't? What, you can't bother to turn your, com- you your to... computer game console on. What's what's wrong? I can't be able to switch my Xbox on. It's, it's just well, such a horrible game, machine James. to We're use. We're not forcing you to. I know it's just such a horrible machine to use, and it's just I don't like it. It's I mean I've got the it's original one, image so of James just pushing the power button, being like ah. No, it's like you switch it on. It's just like oh, here's another like you know multi gig update that's got to be done, and it's you know it's just annoying. Anyway. Uh, Mom, Dead it's Cells. not the right one. It's too slow, man. That's that, that's the vibe I get from you. That's that's what you sound like, James. Yeah, got you. I mean, you absolutely nailed me. But yeah, roasted. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fine if you've got a one X and it, it boots up at a reasonable speed. But mine takes ages, and it's just it just sounds awful. Well, now. just turn it on. Go and put the kettle on. Make a cup of tea, then come back, and then it's uh, ready. Hang to on, run. James. Even in standby mode, it's taking forever. I don't leave it in standby mode. What's your own fault then? What leaving well, stuff? Like, like, I'm using it enough person. to bother doing that. It's like why would I want to waste the electricity? 
Like on this. Well, no, just... no, because if you look into it, James, actually, it's more electricity for machines to go from off to like you know to no, on. No, it's off not again. like a car. That's not a thing. That's what I'm telling my wife. Like, like basically, <laughs> it, it costs less. It's less electricity to keep things in standby mode versus turn them off and turn them on again. It's not when people right on was, the. Was that ever the case? With, I haven't finished was that ever the case with CRTs? Because I know they used to say that about CRT tallies. I'm not convinced that was ever true. It's like, right, when people I see on the train, I want to keep going up to them saying, what the hell are you doing? And I see them, like, closing their apps on their iPhone, right? Well, yeah, that, that here, here, is... Yeah, you a, don't need to do Here's that. a PSA, right? Do not close your apps on your iPhone because closing the apps and then reopening when you need them takes more battery than just keeping them in the background, right? If I see any of you... On the train, <laughs> deleting apps, I will just smack that phone out of your hand and pop out the window. I want to say to people, like, what are you doing? You don't need to doing that. I see people, like, good say, they're like Safari, I've wrapped YouTube, and they're like, just said, they're done then, multitasking, slips, close, 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 close. I'm like, what are you doing? Anyway, is that not the same for this, James? You're, you're right about that, but you're not right about the electricity. That's have you got insane. some stats? Have you done some Googling? In, well, in not what, yet, no, not round? in the time you were talking, but I should have done. But, uh, but yes, yeah, you should have done. Yeah, but basically, well, way, if you if you got the machine properly off, it does take a while to boot up. Well, probably like thirty to sixty seconds. I don't have any. It's a bit longer like, than that. I need to time it because it's ridiculous. But it's all just yeah. so slow and rub- yeah, I just don't like it. Anyway, uh, Dead Cells is also coming uh, to oh, okay, Xbox. Awesome. So hey, exciting! I guess. So yeah, um, I, I read a really great uh, Philip Moosen review about that. I'm gonna gonna find out what it's like. Very good. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Uh, then there was all stuff about Gears 5 I mean there's Horde mode obviously that's coming back and the tweak here is that they've got special abilities for each character do any of you care like uh, yeah I, I, we, we, uh, Jay, uh, Sean and I uh, talked over the Gamescom um, opening yeah, night live presentation yeah like, and like you know I'm actually quite into uh, you know playing a new Gears game I mean like I said on the <laughs> stream like the most I played Gears was it 2 and 3 with you and Dave uh, James yeah. and Cinnabar and, 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 so, and so on and so forth and like you know I love playing Horde mode and I haven't replayed really the most recent ones like Judgment and, and 4 but yeah if like Gears 5 comes out and it's got a great Horde mode and a good single player I'm well up for that and also it'll be on Game Pass anyway so it won't cost me a penny to try it but yeah I'm well up for a good new Gears game for sure yeah, I mean, Horde mode was always one of the was one of the standout good features there. I mean, the, as I said, the thing with this is that each of the characters has special abilities and stuff, so there's like you know new tactics that kind of thing. Uh, also, they're getting Halo Reach characters, like a Halo Reach character pack for Gears. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Weird. Weird. So yeah. They'll be playable in Horde mode and Escape. Gears Pop. Um. I know we're all excited about this. Is coming out on the twenty second of August. So that will yeah. be uh, the day after this pod comes out. Are, are you going to download this, Sean? No. Why not? This, this isn't even the this isn't the turn based strategy one, is it? This is the real time. Yeah, thing. this is the Funko Pop one. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. I'm all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not entirely sure how the game works. It says on the thing, it says it's real time multiplayer, and it's like Funko style, and you mix and match units to build a squad to battle. I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, so it'll, it'll just be one of those shite phone games where you put some units together and then they just sort of auto battle against each other. Okay. And uh, I'm saying I mean, it's, not I'm just... like, it's not like a Clash Royale style game. That's what I, I thought mean, it was. Might, I don't know, it might be. I actually quite Sorry, like Clash I'm Royale not... when it came out. It's actually quite a solid game. Still, yeah, Clash Royale's alright to be fair. I know a lot of people really rate that um, auto chess as well, which I haven't tried. Yeah, I, mean, I, I gather it's nothing like that. now, isn't it? You know. yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Okay. Still, uh, Gears Pop, don't care. Sorry. 
Well, I'm sure you'll be there day one, James, right? That's all I've got for no, no. Uh, that's all I've got for Microsoft. Is was there anything else that they revealed that was interesting? Because I got not nothing. that I heard. All I all I heard was people talking about stuff that was coming to Game Pass, and that's all I'm seeing in the the news articles as yeah. well. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the ex- inside Xbox from Gamescom. Um, I mean, I never watched anything anyway. To be fair, I really think they need a revamp because it doesn't even make me want to watch them because they're often mm. quite long and to make them 20 yeah. minutes no I'll, I'll probably watch it anyway but yeah as sean says all the news i really heard was the stuff that we knew about and or game pass yeah yeah okay then but one of the things that did come out of it was there was death stranding gameplay uh was mm. finally shown off i i mean i watched this today i saw there was two trailers i saw and also some gameplay footage i mean i was gonna say gameplay footage little bit generous what we saw was a man getting up, having a piss, walking, putting a ladder up, and then we met virtual Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Who's in the game, by the way. Um it's he's literally a character it? in the game. Yeah. Um and it so I mean calling it gameplay is a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still like, you know, obviously they showed off cutscenes and stuff. I am still intrigued about the story. I just still don't know what game what sort of game it is yeah and i'm getting worried at this point really but well yeah because it's just looks just looks like just walking around and <laughs> i mean it and, pretty and barren, the, like, didn't it i mean but then yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing i mean that that can really work i mean no. look at like shadow of the colossus that yeah, was pretty yeah, barren yeah. but it's still good yeah um like and you know don't get me wrong like it's exciting that a triple A game is is so close to release, and all anyone can do is look at it and go, "What?" Like that that in and of itself is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for the reviews on this one. I think. What do you think, Matt? Uh, I'm psyched as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't wait. Um, I mean, yes, but, you know, it looks I'm mad. looking forward to the Game of the Year show because I'm sure this is going to end up on your list, and I'm sure that everyone else is just going to be just saying you're mad like about this or whatever. <laughs> I mean, probably, but like, what everyone keeps forgetting is that MGS5, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain was a fantastic playing game. It was brilliant It fun. was, but hardly anyone fucking finished it. Yeah, like, did you finish everyone it, ra- No, I didn't actually know. Of, yeah, no one did. Everyone but, ran but, out of steam but, with it way yeah. before... I loved yeah, it. I thought the ended. open world was great. I mean, I guess one major mm. criticism is that it could have been any game. It didn't. It didn't necessarily feel like a Metal Gear game, but I still thought. I yeah. still thought. You know, I I, I love all that sort of random Kojima stuff, and I have loved every Metal Gear game. So I love all that. The, the you know, mm-hmm. all, all that stuff is great, and the, the open world sort of sandbox stuff was brilliant. Um, maybe it wasn't as sort of refined and uh, sort of you know streamlined as previous Metal Gear games but I still thought it was excellent mm. and it reviewed well and it sold well and I think a lot of people seem to be forgetting that just thinking well this looks like some mad Kojima game well the previous mad <laughs> Kojima games have played really well um, yeah. no that's fair yeah I, I mean I am extremely excited about this game I don't care what the reviews say I'm going to be here day one I can't wait I, I, I think we are extremely lucky in like in the games industry to have someone like Kojima creating this absolutely mad shit that, like, there's no one else really in the industry doing this and it's Dave you know, is this going to be one of those things where you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I said that in the stream stuff. and people kicked off but yeah basically like, the, only, you know, the only one like maybe close is David Cage but he doesn't have the money or the talent or the skill but he but you know he wants to basically do what Kojima's doing but Kojima's got he's, he's got the money behind it and he, he does know what he's doing but yeah there's very very few there's hardly any other visionaries in our industry we should be celebrating something like this and it's absolutely mad yeah, I can't wait good. 
So what? If it's good. Yeah, if it's good, of course. But, like, uh, you know, he hasn't made a bad game. I'm Has sure he? somebody's um, going to correct you on that. Obviously, yeah. someone will correct me. It's, it, do, you, it's true, do you not remember? But, um, you know, but, but you know, his, the previous Metal Gear games have been great to play and fun and, and looked impressive. And I think people just looking at us thinking, well, <laughs> what's this going to be? Do you, know what's, do you know what's really thrown me off, Kojima? The other week, I was chatting to a friend of the show, Chris Ban, and he was like, name a single female character in a Hideo Kojima game that doesn't end up dead or sexualized in some way. <laughs> and fuck me, there's not a single one. Yeah, so, um, that, that, that's 100% <laughs> true. But also, I mean, like, look at that across gaming, you know, or look at oh, that across... That's not an excuse, though, is it? It's not an excuse, but and, let's look at you know, women across all media. Like, you know... It's just... It's, it's it, definitely worse on yeah, average. It is, defi- it is definitely worse. I'm not defending it, but I'm saying like, it's a, you know, anyway. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are issues. And, you know, look, just look at Quiet in uh, The Phantom Pain. Yeah. Is- Did you see, I know, I know this isn't in the news and probably shouldn't be because I know it's just a rumour. This rumour that like Konami are just remaking Metal Gear Solid Five but without Kojima. Really? Really? Yeah. And they're like, uh, this, uh, this, and it was on like, it was on one of the fucking chans, on like eight chan or something. Oh god, what? Well, yeah, um, not even true. give it. The, so it's, it's definitely fucking real. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh yeah, they're remaking it, and like, quiet isn't, or like, she's not in it. She's now someone else, and she's fully clothed, and so, and there's like all the like loads of other weird changes. But it like, it, but because Metal Gear Solid Five was such a weird game and basically unfinished in a lot of ways, mm. it's almost plausible. Eight-chan, reliable think... news source. Well, God. Konami don't Let's really not really care him. about games anymore, do they? Anyway, I mean, apart from I, re-releasing I, mate, old I don't stuff. know what they care about. I don't know what their deal is these days. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, it, it basically they had this gameplay trailer, well, this gameplay video, as, as Sean said, and it they met Jeff Keighley. They also said on stage that they're, you know, loads of Kojima's other mates will be in the game, and I think Edgar Wright was there at the studio the other days. He'll probably be in it. Um, Ollie, <laughs> well, basically, Bring Me the Horizon, the band, uh, were at the studio, and like they released songs in the past called like Shadow Moses. They're clearly big like fans, and I imagine Ollie Sykes and the, and the rest of the band will be in the game. Uh, I'm interested to see those cameos, but you know, the mm. other trailers they showed, you know, I couldn't, couldn't turn my eyes off the screen. I'm excited to see what these characters are about, what the game's about. See, that worries me a bit though, like the whole just like. There's all these celebrities or whatever in it, so I don't really care about that. I just been bothered about the game, and if that's like the big the big focus is about the celebrities, well, I don't think it will be the big focus. I, I think that'd be like you know, oh, he's got some celebrities in because he's you know charming up with uh, in Hollywood and stuff. But I, I, I yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about the gameplay because I think I think that'd be fine. But mm. who knows? I mean, this is a they haven't shown too much, but I'm mm. I'm confident, and I'm yeah I'm just so excited to see what this game is. And uh, yeah, and, and like and you know, and as I say, I've got concerns, but I will be thrilled to be wrong. So, mm-hmm. we'll so like, say. I, so both of you, we'll start with you, James. How do you think this game is going to review? Do you have an idea about what you think this will land like uh, yeah, review scores and that? Absolutely no clue. But then also, the thing about it is, I mean, the, the early stuff that we saw, you know, with all, like, the back goo and all that and those figures in the sky and all that, that yeah. really intrigued me. But the more re- recent stuff, I've not been very interested in at all. It just, you know... The, well, why really, do you think that is? I don't know. It just looks really pedestrian and, like, not really that interesting, to be honest. But I don't know. 
I will say, like, you know, we had those, like, mysterious trailers, as you mentioned. I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? And when they showed yeah. the first gameplay stuff at E3, I'm like, oh, it's just a game. I was sort of like, the bubble had burst a bit. I was like, the mm. mystery had gone, oh, yeah, it's, it's a video game, you know. And, you know, that's, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's good. I know it's obviously a game, but I just, I like the mystery. And when they said, oh, yeah, here's shooting, here's some UI elements, here's a menu, I'm like... Okay, yeah. so it's, it's a game, but you know, well, I'm just a bit worried Sean? that all the like, all the you know, oh look, there's all this weird shit going on with ghosts. It's just going to boil down to run around and watch out for the thing on your shoulder, going click, 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 and keep away from the ghosts. Yeah, and and, and shoot at <laughs> and, the weak point three times, and uh... yeah, exactly. So I'm just it I'm worried it's going to be too that. gamey. Yeah, but, but well, we'll how do you think? Like, do you have a sense of review-wise what you think it could be or do? I mean, I, I think people give Kojima a pass for a lot of bad stuff, um, but partly with good reason. Like, obviously, he does do some really clever stuff as well. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've I've no idea. We don't we don't know what it is still, do we? And that is partly why it's exciting, but also why it's sort of I don't know. I think it's pointless to speculate at this point. Yeah, but so. like, I like it in a way because not enough games do this where you it's still so much unknown like so many games you've seen like you know uh, announcement trailer like a uh, trailer a few weeks away then like a launch trailer and uh, by that you've seen like you know loads of the enemies or bosses you know exactly what the gameplay is like like i like the fact on this we haven't seen much we've seen cutscenes. we've seen characters being introduced and we're still getting characters introduced now even as mm-hmm. late as gamescom and like you know i, I want to go and like, not know much I think, that, I think that's nice and not enough games do that but mm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm extremely excited. I'm extremely interested in seeing what this is about, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see. That was that. Then after yeah. that, we had just a mini sort of thing, which was that Sony had bought Insomniac. So that's which, happened. Uh, but I think everyone was like, oh, did they not yeah. already? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> already owned them. Because yeah. <laughs> it kind of felt like that, yeah. So... Yeah, so that was a bit odd, you know, that that sort of happened. In the ca- well, that it wasn't I mean, odd. I, I wouldn't say it's odd. I mean... It's, I mean well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they yeah. were they were extremely first party anyway. Obviously, they did like Sunshine yeah. of oh, fucking hell, Sunset Overdrive, yeah, on Xbox, yeah. and like, that didn't really mm-hmm. pan out mostly because it was on Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and obviously, recently you've done Spider Man and stuff. So, but, I mean, this is obviously because this is gearing up on it for the next generation of thing, and the fact that you need like exclusive content if you're going to get people to buy your stuff. I mean, that yep. they yeah. seem to understand that that Google don't. It's yeah, it's odd. But anyway, so you know, I guess yeah, probably because Spider Man did really well. Um, I, I wonder. I wonder if it did this because maybe Microsoft was saying, "Hey, do you want to do you want to join us?" Or do you, uh, maybe they they said like, Let, "Let's just get it now before anything." You know, you know, yeah, anything moves. Something to that. Maybe yeah. maybe it's something that we're thinking about potentially going. You know, cost. Yeah, um, you know, like multi-platform next generation. So I imagine this is more like, okay, they're ours now. There's no chance of you getting a Spider-Man on your console. They're ours. Or maybe it's a success of something like Spider-Man. It's like, okay, clearly, yeah, the next one's going to do, yeah, you would think really, really well, given the sales success of the first one. Let's well, just, isn't Spider-Man all now. tied in with Sony anyway, with the films and everything? Yeah, they, they own yeah. it, don't they? The, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think you might be right. It might just be Sony just being like, we should probably own some developers especially now, the ones that are close to us which I'm sure Microsoft are probably sniffing around anyway so yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah okay uh the next bit we've got is so the creative lead for Halo has has left um Halo three, four, three industries yeah. mm-hmm. so this is uh Tim Longo he was the creative director and he's been there since like 2013 he was formerly at Crystal Dynamics um but yeah now he's gone 
and Mary Olsen has taken over as lead producer for the campaign. So Microsoft has said that this isn't going to impact on the game's release at all, but um, yeah, it's a bit odd. This it might like, mean it's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, no, that's I mean, not that's not fair. It could be one of those situations where whatever he was trying to do wasn't working and that actually this could be a positive move. And well, it could we be because do it might be better because he was the creative director on Halo 5 and that wasn't okay. great. So this yeah. is maybe not a bad thing. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it'll be better. What do you yeah. think, Matt? Oh, well, there you go then. Yeah, Halo 5 was shit. Um, <laughs> and was it shit or was it just not Halo? It just wasn't it very wasn't good. It wasn't Halo. I mean, I've loved yeah. every Halo game. This had like squad stuff, which wasn't good. The AI wasn't good. It just didn't feel like yeah. a Halo game. Oh, it was. I mean, I got through it. Boring, it. it. I, was I like, mean, like when they first showed, like, you know, knowing, so basically, as far as I'm concerned, Halo stopped with. I mean, in terms of the chronology, it stopped at the end of Halo 3. Like, I, I loved ODST and Reach and stuff, but they were like, you know, different, you know, the set before. Oh, so, do you think that? I mean, I, I thought Reach was like a total return to form. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Reach is amazing, but it's set before. So as far as I'm concerned, the story ended. Right, three, okay, right, yeah. So when I see when I saw a trailer for Halo 5 Guardians, I was just like, no, I don't care why there's loads of um spartans again and yeah. I, I just no i'm not interested sorry i mean i got i got um, through it i finished it but it it didn't it didn't feel like a halo game in the way i've yeah. loved in the past um, but they said for yeah. this one it's going to return to its roots and back to basics which is which is good things that they we want to hear that, don't they? but you know hopefully uh, i guess <laughs> but it fucking needs to given a halo 5 um although i think halo 5 guardians did have some awesome multiplayer modes but anyway um mm. yeah i mean it's not great if the creative director leaves um Especially, yeah, like a year from launch. It's not like he's leaving around launch. Okay, so he's done his job. He's moving on. This is clearly, crun- you know, crunch time, the final 12 months. So that's mm-hmm. not great. Maybe that's creative differences. Who kn- I mean, we don't know the reason really, but um, yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah. But I guess these things happen maybe in other projects and we don't even hear about them. So I yeah. do love the Microsoft statement. Roles and responsibilities of various team members regularly evolve to meet the needs of a game throughout development. Yeah, but you don't lose the creative director in the last year. Like that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, they regularly evolve Je- if generally isn't speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. If the creative director isn't happy about a game which we really need to do well sales wise, sometimes they leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully it doesn't affect it too much, but it will because a creative director leads these projects and has, you know, and it and it it channels, you know, channels their views into the game development and and shapes it in mm. such a way that they feel is right. So a new person mm. will ultimately, will, will definitely change that trajectory. But yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I mean, we'll never know because we haven't, we haven't seen too much to really determine whether there will be an actual change. But yeah. God, I got this game. I hope I just need this game to be a ten. <laughs> really? I need this. I need to get. I mean, I, I want I mean, to be a Halo game again. <laughs> a ten. You want to yes, be an actual ten? No less than ten. Sure, it was less than ten. Okay. They fucked it, and I'm okay. blaming Tim Longo. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no, but I like you know when Halo, you know, first Halo came out, and I guess Halo. I mean, like loads of Halos have been tens, haven't they? Like that's just you know. Generally, that they've been really solid, no, no, amazing I know what you games. Mean. I know what you mean. And I, well, they've, I yeah, they've always them. been at least solidly really good. Like mostly, yeah. apart from five. 
Because four, yeah. 4 was all right. Well, I never played it. Uh, it was yeah, all right, actually, wasn't no, it? 4 wasn't that great either. I mean, 4 okay. actually, <laughs> I, was, I played that co-op with you, James and Dave. And like, that's the only Halo game. Like, every every Halo game, I've loved playing. I love this campaign. I've like listened to all the cutscenes, even if it's mostly mumbo-jumbo. But like, because I played that with you and Dave in co-op, we just basically talked for the entire game yeah. and played the game. <laughs> and I have literally no idea what that story was at all because we were just mm-hmm. chatting about bullshit, probably. Um yeah, shame. But I, I just I want some stability in gaming. I want to know, you know, every year we know that there's a new FIFA coming out. We know there's a Call of Duty coming out every couple of years. And like we also know that Halo games are good. I just need to know that's gonna be the case when Halo Infinite comes out. I just need to know I need to be told and promised, don't worry Matt, it's a Halo game, it will be excellent. That's all I, I that's all we need. I don't want any more worries about whether it's gonna be a terrible game and it's yet another Microsoft exclusive that's gone downhill. I just want some stability, and I need it to be good. Okay. Okay. Ten. Speaking of stability, <laughs> would you? Would any you like more news? news? Yeah. Yes. What? No, no. We've had enough news. Absolutely. So yes, no, it's Anthem news. It's special. I mean, there has there has been some Anthem news this week. I mean, quite a few people, you know, pointed this out to me. I mean, I was, I was straight yeah. on it anyway, you know, because I was... Yep. Oh, obviously, got, yeah, because he's got a Google Alerts. I've got, yeah, got the notifications set up, so, you know, we always know what's going on. So it turns out that uh, Ben Irving, who was the lead producer on Anthem, is, has now left Bioware. Um, he was also Ooh. the lead producer on Star Wars The Old Republic, and he's gone. Okay. So he was well, the uh, uh, James. So, I mean, I, like I've always believed, roles and responsibilities of various team members regularly evolve <laughs> to meet the needs of a game throughout development. So there's no need to worry about it. And uh, yeah, move on. I mean, do, do you want to hear what he's got to say about Anthem? Oh please, yes please. Okay, so he he tweeted about the fact that he was leaving, and he just said, you know, it's fine because he said, I believe Anthem has a bright future. There is a great <laughs> team working on it, and I look forward to following its progress and playing it from the sidelines. And uh, yeah, he's he's. I mean, he, he hinted that he's moving to another company, but yeah, he's he he's gone. And uh, I don't know who's taken over. If anyone has taken over, it's not great news, is it? Like at this stage, they're just gonna they're just gonna not hire a new boss and just wait for the rest, like the remaining staff, to figure it out. Mm. <laughs> um, no, it's not great news. Um, as he says, he say what he's going to do instead. No, he just he just kind of hinted that he's going to another company. Just yeah, that he's, that he's doesn't want to do fucking games anymore. They're yeah. for assholes. Um, yeah, and uh, Anthem has a bright future. I mean, if you believe that, why don't you stick around for it, mate? That's yeah. <laughs> no, that's not fair. There could be all sorts of reasons why he's moved on, but um, but it doesn't look good, does it? Mm-hmm. I think we're um, kind of done. Yeah, with that, I think we are. I think we are sort of done with Anthem, but it just every week keeps surprising us with more bad news. Yeah, yeah I um, mean something else that I don't think is in your list, James. But also, um, the lead producer of the next Dragon Age game has also left Bioware. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's so. Um, oh man, is Fern- Fernando fucked. Mello, and he's actually the second lead producer to leave the company in as many days. Um, Jesus. So that's that's the upcoming Dragon Age game. We haven't obviously haven't seen much, but yeah, that's uh, mm. so that isn't great either. So yeah. the the going on. Well, I mean, they, they can't leave Bioware quick enough, can they? Because that that Dragon Age game, that's the game that people were being taken off Anthem to work on, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So God, if that's troubled as well, fuck me, man. Bioware are done. I mean, yeah. I mean, this this just feels so bad. I mean, obviously, we don't know really what's happening development wise of this, but if a game, mm-hmm. you know. Anthem was obviously clearly massive for Bioware and EA, and that's just been ripped apart. And so now they're, yep. again, you know, they're probably like shaking. They're like, well, what, do, do we stick with our idea for 
you know, for Dragon Age, do we do we start mm-hmm. again? Do we carry on down this route? Like, if that doesn't work for Anthem, is it going to work for this? So there's probably like, you know, yeah, everyone's probably nervous at a studio, and then oh, it must be horrible over there because they don't know where they're coming or going. I imagine unless they do have like a really strong lead that hasn't mm-hmm. left, and um, and they have like a clear vision about what they want these games to be. But yeah, oh, it can't it's just be such nice a over damn there. shame. Like Bioware was this really good company. Like like the the, the stuff that used to come out from it was I yeah. used to love all their output. And it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. such a shame what's happened and with the way and it's just been, been going. I mean, it's been maybe so they'll long be fine. since they've put out a great game. Yeah, it's just and yeah. Dragon Age like doesn't do well. That's like, I mean, God, I mean, are they even going to be around yeah, for yeah. another year? No. Mm. So um, speaking of bad something. news, I mean, uh, have you seen this stuff about Game Informer? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, they have laid off quote many staff, mm-hmm. um, some of which, some, you know, some of whom are currently at Gamescom. Covering Gamescom forums. Yeah, so that's that's wonderful. Weird, that's really weird time, nice isn't it? news. Yeah, um, we're time to do I mean, it. I mean, I I was always under the impression that Game Inform just absolutely raked it in because because they're owned by GameStop, aren't they? So they get yeah, all sorts of tidy deals. GameStop um, have troubles, though, don't they? They're not in a great shape, from what I can understand. Oh, really? They they struggling too, right? Yeah. Makes some sense then. Um, I always like. <laughs> You know, people are like, you know, I, like people get excited about something getting, you know, it's, oh, it's got a Game Informer cover and they're doing a big thing on it. That's cool. But when people are like, oh, Game Informer said this game was really good. And I'm like, they're owned by a shop. It sells games. I don't, <laughs> like, I know, like, I just, yeah. Slight, slight conflict of interest there. But I mean, yeah. I just saw a tweet from Sam White, like, just saying that. He said he was surprised to find out that they have more staff than the entire of the UK's game print media. That I mean, is Sam White doing a joke because he texted me beforehand saying, is, is this mean-spirited or can I tweet it? And I said, it's probably too mean-spirited. Uh, and it sounds like he's gone ahead and done it anyway. He has, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't resist, could he? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, well, they have, they have like 19 staff. Um, oh, sorry, that's how many are listed on the website staff page, but it's not been... Um, declared how many have been laid off but no that is that is incredibly shit um no it's terrible yeah. so yeah right that's the end of the news then i guess well no there's also yakuza news okay. can i just shove that in because oh, are we gonna put that let's okay. end on a positive yeah because yeah, yeah. that that is a good thing because we've got you uh yakuza 3 4 and 5 are coming out like 3 mm-hmm. is out apparently right now but i've been checking the store over and over again it's still not there so that's maybe they're just <laughs> tricking me or something and uh, but then four is out. I think it's in October, and then five is out next year. And I mean, this is the first time that these like I think it's the first time that fives come like to to the west. Is that right? Someone's going to correct me. Possibly. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're the fan. I was going to say, yeah, you should know. Well, no, because I, was, um, I wasn't playing these before, was I? I mean, I've only been playing them since I've been on PS4. But it's just kind uh, of okay. brilliant that they're all on PS4 now, apart from the yeah. um, the other one, which was the set in feudal Japan one, which they're yeah. still considering. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was, yeah, because I was tweeting about this earlier. Like, it is pretty incredible that a series that started on the PS2 in 2005, like, and has seven like mainline entries in it, and they're all going to be playable on PS4. Yeah, start to finish, like that's that's amazing. Like, it's you know, we've talked a lot about issues that games have with preservation and you know being able to play them in future, and like this shouldn't have to be the answer like to have to fucking remake all of them <laughs> as, mm-hmm. as we keep going um but that yeah that that's an incredible amount of work and what an excellent opportunity for people like me who've always been interested in the series but never fully dived in um 
I, I, am I am I going to play them all? Probably not. Um, but I, I but it's nice. Am. But it's <laughs> nice knowing <laughs> it's nice knowing that I could. So yeah, yeah. yeah. it is good. Right. And it's I mean also I mean the, the uh, some of them have been like slightly modified as well because they there's stuff that mm. when it came out in the West before they took things out because they thought that people wouldn't be able to understand them or whatever and they've added that yeah. stuff back in. But then there's mm-hmm. also other stuff that they've modified and taken out because it's not really very acceptable in this day yeah. and age, and that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. not a bad thing either. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's good. I'm very excited about this. Hi, and that's it. That's all I've got. Woo! Right, God, that took a while, didn't it? Um, what have we been playing? This won't take quite so long because um, we've mostly been playing the same stuff. One of the games we know everyone's sick of hearing us talk about, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> Right, yeah, I've do... got a good 45 minutes on Fire Emblem, so let's, let's crack through <laughs> the rest of it. Should we do No Man's Sky first? Let's um, do that, yeah. So the... I keep forgetting what it's called. Is it Beyond, the update? Yeah, I think Or so. was that? Yeah. Um, so the new Beyond update for No Man's Sky has come out, um, and we've all had a go on the new VR mode. I streamed two hours of it last week and felt awful by the end. <laughs> like, I felt, like, actually very ill. Really? Um, now, Sean, oh, God, was yes. that because of the VR, or was that because you've had two hours of speech to te- uh, text to speech? <laughs> well, well yeah, this is it, and basically driving your potty for two hours. It what well, it did get difficult to separate the voices from my own thoughts after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, were you still hearing so, that yeah. voice when you were in in bed, like trying to sleep? <laughs> uh, no, thankfully. Um, Can I? But it was just ask a question about that about the yes. voice to text thing, right? Is yeah. that like a like, is that just for No Man's Sky, or what is no, that? No, no, that's it's just on every. Yeah, so you don't even have to be in VR to do it if you don't want. So if you want to full screen the game, but still like be aware of what the commenters are saying. Why am I um, not doing that? That sounds amazing. I, I love oh, that. Oh, it's bit. not. It's not amazing. <laughs> it's. <laughs> um, so I, I had an amazing time streaming it. Um, Thanks to you know everyone who watched because that was, it was hilarious. It was incredible. Um, I was laughing throughout, mostly because obviously, <laughs> yeah, like Sean can only hear comments, and there was like, I mean, you had loads, like forty odd, fifty odd viewers. Yeah, loads of people watching. Oh, nice. Loads of people commenting, and um, yeah. and but obviously you can't determine or discern who's saying what. And so, no. and basically with the amount of people chatting, it was basically. All, there was barely any sort of gaps between the messages and he's like, you're talking and suddenly the, you know, the text to speech is talking again and you're, you have to stop yourself because you don't want to talk over the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, 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 the sort of robot voice. And it was so funny. I was laughing throughout that whole thing. Yeah. It was brilliant. I was, it's just, I mean, <laughs> cause you. in the beginning it sounds just like in it's, the, um, it's the, the game like doing it to you. And it's just, yeah. like, it's just, it's just odd. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I had a really good time, and like I do actually really like the VR controls. They're, I mean, the actual like navigating around on planets is not amazing, but then you forget that actually no one's really figured that stuff out particularly well yet. Um, so you can do there's like a t- you know teleportation mode to so sort of point where you want to go, and it and it zaps you around, or there's like an actual smooth movement mode. So I was using that, which I prefer see um, i but tried that with the move yeah. controllers but i i mm. found the game borderline unplayable with the move controllers i hated it and i, I really I, I must say I, I i agree yeah okay that's interesting yeah it, i mean i, 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 I played gone i eventually got back into my ship after i you know tried to get across there using the move controllers 
took yeah. off and then just like nose dived into the into the thing like ah, repeatedly. Yeah. So weird thing about the the yeah the flight controls. If you've got it set to inverted, which is correct, yeah. with a controller, so you pull down on the stick to pull up, um, like in an actual plane. Yeah. Um, it does the opposite in VR, and you have to put it back to normal. Oh. Don't ask me why. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did, I, I, it's amazing. I didn't crash when I first set off on the planet because <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" You know, and it was it was mm. just not like you know. I've said this before, but I still think that setting off on the planet for the first time in No Man's Sky is one of the best gaming experiences that I've ever had. Like yes. as like an actual moment, it's yeah, definitely totally. gonna, it always ranks up there of like you know really really mm-hmm. memorable and felt like mm-hmm. we'd done that sort of thing in the past. And I thought, yeah. I'm gonna have that again, but in VR. So this is gonna be yep. amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I just felt like when I actually got in it, and it's like I wasn't really controlling my shit properly. I was like, why does this feel rubbish? And uh, <laughs> that sort of took away from the moment really. But um, yeah, the flight con- the cockpit controls with move controllers didn't feel good. At all. I'm sure I'll get used uh, to okay. it. Okay, so I I got used to them eventually. But what? So I I had a quick go before, like during the day uh, when the, the update went up, and then and that was fine. But then when I was playing it on stream, I got a weird bug where whenever I got in the ship, my hands were massive, and <laughs> and like nothing was like quite in the right place. It was like all the like the the joystick and stuff was like too low down in the cockpit. Um. So that was weird. It was like all the the scale had just sort of gone wrong. Um, yeah. So I don't know what was happening there. And people in the chat were saying they were playing it and like their hands were tiny and stuff <laughs> in certain circumstances. So that was weird. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a problem that he's dealing with. I know that they've been like putting out loads of patches all week and stuff. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe that's not an issue anymore. But yeah, so that that was a thing. Um, but when it was working the, the first time, um, I I thought it was okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, as much as I enjoyed it, I don't think I'm going to play it in VR again. Um, just because it's, as I say, from a health, you know, standpoint, it wasn't. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a long session of that. I don't think. Um, yeah. It was very cool, like you know, especially for the stream. Everyone was like demanding that I do dabs and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was just great. Um, having a little dance in the ship when 65 days of static kicked in, stuff like that. Um, that was great. But yeah, like I, I'm. Because I was so sort of involved in sort of learning the VR stuff in that two-hour session, I couldn't tell you what the, just the new normal stuff is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know there's, there's the Nexus, the new multiplayer area, which we, you know, we spent about 30 seconds in and then it crashed. But um, once that's, that is a bit, a bit more stable, I'd be keen to do, like, another stream with you guys, but just not in VR um, and yeah, find sure. out what the rest of the new stuff is. But... I mean, were you guys just not keen on the VR stuff at all then? No, I I liked it. I mean, I probably Mm, would go back and play more of it that way. Um, Okay. I mean, I did. I mean, it didn't make me feel sick, but the resolution obviously isn't great, and it's it's, not. Yeah, and I did find popping as well. I've been playing it for about an hour, I think, and I did start Mm -hmm. to get that feeling hot, like feeling that you get from being in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like the sort of blurred vision a bit when you take it off, and it it wasn't that. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that good? Mostly, yeah. I mean, the the stuff in space is fantastic because you don't obviously yeah. notice that. But when you're down on planets, it, it looks a bit rough. And it, but it was, yeah. I found it much more controllable once I had the um, once I was starting to use the DualShock again. And okay. it was also, I mean, just on smooth movement, it was absolutely fine as well. And that's weird because normally that makes me feel quite uncomfortable, like you know, yeah. walking around with smooth movement. But it was absolutely fine in this, which mm-hmm. is kind of odd. But I, it, it, I did find it felt it felt 
significantly more immersive as well, like playing it in VR, even though yeah. it was um, you know, sort of pixelated and you know, didn't, didn't look so great. But I don't know if I want to play this game for very long because this game depresses me um, a yeah? bit. Yeah. I, so what depre- this is going to sound really stupid and uh, odd. Go on. It's the pointlessness of this game kind of depresses me. <laughs> and because yeah, it, it reminds me too much of real life. In the sense that I like, you see, I like. <laughs> Please go one on. Of the things, <laughs> no, no. One of the things I like about games no, is no. I like like games which have like strong narrative and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. there's a reason why I'm doing stuff, and that's yeah. like you're trying to fulfil something or whatever. With this, it's like yes, there are objectives and things you can do, but it feels like why am I doing this? Like, there's no narrative payoff, really, for whatever you're doing. It's like... Yeah, there is. Any, there's a story any... now. Yeah, but the narrative... Yeah, but it's crap, though, isn't it? And it's like... <laughs> it's, and it's like any I wouldn't story... say it was crap. And, like, if you got involved in the base building stuff. Yeah, but exactly. But what am I building these bases for? Like, what's the point? To survive. Yeah, but for to what? Start... For what reason? And it's that's what I mean. It's the same as real life. It's like, there's ultimately no point. Why am I building this? Why am I building this house? Why am I buying the this The experience house? in and of itself is enjoyable, James. Yeah, it's about the, so it's I, like the journey, not destination, James. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. it's also about, like, because what I find, you know, I've definitely said this before, I'm sorry for repeating myself, what I find really fascinating is obviously No Man's Sky came out and it was like, oh, it's a game about travelling. And then everyone sort of went, yeah, but that just means like each planet just feels really disposable. Like it's just a resource point to mm. be exploited and then you move on. So then when they added base building, it was like you were travelling around like, right, I want to pick somewhere to live. Mm. And suddenly that made it way more interesting. Every planet you were like, okay. So you know these you know these like resources are abundant, but actually the animals are really aggressive. I don't know. Or this planet's great, but it's freezing cold. But actually, it's quite beautiful, or or whatever. It was like you sort of realised you had like even though you didn't know it, you had this list of like things you were looking for in a planet, and, um, you see- and that was really cool. And I like that. But I mean, yeah, if you're not if you're not going to enjoy just building a base and having a little home, I mean, bearing in mind like. You know, you now have the added thing of like you can build a base and then invite us to it, mm-hmm. and we can all party at your space house and go ride around in you know vehicles on the planet together. I think <laughs> mm. together, um, you know that that's the thing. But you see, if if in the, I mean, I don't know because I've not obviously played this very much. If you can like yeah. build trade networks with people, you know, form alliances and stuff like that, so that mm-hmm. it feels like you want to build this stuff because. You're doing it to achieve something, you know, like yeah. where you're trying to, like, you know, expand your empire or something like that, you know, that kind of thing. That mm-hmm. interests me more. But where it's just like, okay, I can just build stuff on a planet. Okay, great. James, it's- trade networks. Do you want to turn us into episode two? Why <laughs> <laughs> do you want to work like trade agreements and, and treaties? Star Wars. And- oh, yeah. yeah. No, but it's that's the thing, though. You see, I I like there to be like a reason to do stuff, and as I said. All games, ultimately, there is no reason to do any of this stuff. You know, there is, there is, there's no point. Like, you, just, you need that to be hidden. From yeah, us. exactly. <laughs> I want it to be hidden, and I want it to be like make it feel like there's significance to this. And but, I, but, I think something like No Man's Sky, yeah, you've just got to enjoy the exploration and the, the base yeah. building for what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't, then yeah, you are going to be James, isn't the point that we're all insignificant compared to, you know, the, the universe? And the, well, yeah, exactly, like, but I don't want to be reminded of that. 
not in my free time. Exactly. Like, it's depressing <laughs> enough as it is. a speck on a, one of a billion planets and billion galaxies. <laughs> like, just, it's all about your journey and getting from A to B. It's yeah. not about you and the wider universe or galaxy. But that's but that's where story anyway. might add significance to stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, sure, with this you can create your own story. I completely get that. Like the fact that you can, you know, you can build your own narrative, like in your head or whatever, mm-hmm. for, for what you're doing and why you're doing it and everything. But mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of games like that, and it just, just I'm not sure if I can be bothered like with with this because I mean, there's an awful lot here that you can do as well, and it's quite complex and it's just this feels like something if i really wanted to get into this and i really mm-hmm. wanted to have a good time i'd have to put a lot of time into this you know to make it yeah that to happen and i just don't think mm-hmm. i'm in a position where i can do that at the moment to make it no, worth my that's while. fair yeah, yeah, yeah i can see that so at the when this game first came out people think were complaining that there wasn't really enough to do mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, now you're too saying much. there's too no, there's much too to much. do yeah there's okay. too much and not enough reason to do it <laughs> stop you know, hello but... games just stop updating this <laughs> game please <laughs> please fact, don't roll it back roll it back it's a couple. too powerful stop there's it too much to uh, do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so i was gonna talk about this after fire emblem but it's sort of a neat segue really oh, i'm, I'm, I'm you... still talking about no man's sky okay go, ahead, go on then. um yeah, I I, uh, I I obviously played uh, in VR. Sure I paid enough help. to basically you know fix my ship and then get off uh, the planet and then land on another one. Uh, I think mm-hmm. v- VR. I was like, you know, I love space as we covered on multiple podcasts, and I've enjoyed No Man's Sky. So I thought, wow, this is going to be not Holy Trinity because that's just two and rather three. But you know, I thought it was going to be like an amazing you know combination of both my love of VR and space and No Man's Sky. Actually, that is a Trinity. Um, but I don't know. I felt. <laughs> sort of cold actually the vr didn't really give me that big whoa like moment that i thought it would i i don't know i i, I know what you mean there's a weird lack of scale when you're yeah. on the planets and like vr um, is all about the scale you know like mm, yeah it's seeing you know massive you know, mountains or you know creatures or whatever it's like wow you know you read like almost you take a step back you think this is amazing to see this even if what i'm seeing is like a really poorly you know uh rendered you know monster or building it doesn't matter like mm. wow you really feel like you are tiny compared to mm-hmm. this and like i don't know i just didn't really feel like there's no real excitement or scale like uh, for a vr game it's really weird i didn't really have that moment and yeah, like genuinely i know what you mean in anything in VR, you could be standing like a box down the room. You're still like, oh, this is pretty cool. It feels like I'm in the room. But I didn't have any of that with this. I, yeah. it's, I don't Matt, quite understand playing, why. Were you playing first person or um, third person? Uh, first person. Uh, first person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. Because yeah. I thought, yeah, it doesn't make sense if you do it in third person, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I landed on the planet. I, like, I've turned around. I was like, okay, cool. I'm on this planet. And I was uh, fixing my ship and stuff. But yeah, I never really had that moment. And um I guess when I when I eventually la- you know took off and I could like, look to left and right in my cockpit, I was like, it's cool. But I didn't have that big fucking hell. This is amazing, which I thought I would do. I don't quite know why there was that disconnect. But um, uh, shame. yeah, uh, control wise, I was playing with the Moo controllers and I found it really really tricky. Um, I know it, it, there's constant tall tips on the screen to say mm. look at your left hand, point with your right hand, this that, and the other to look at the various menus. But even after like. Uh, hour and a half or however long it took me to fix my ship and get off the planet mm-hmm. I still feel like okay what do I can my left hand right hand and obviously just yeah, try some things one, but it didn't yeah, feel some things are on your some options are on your multi-tool and some are on your left hand aren't they which is takes yeah. a, a, a it while didn't feel intuitive I mean the good thing was that I didn't have like any like shaky uh, movement I, my hands yeah. weren't shaking and flying everywhere like they were solid they were rock solid mm. and so mm-hmm. 
I didn't have issues sort of pointing to my left hand or right hand to see the various menus, but but the, yeah. that basically never felt intuitive. And actually, although I was playing with, with, with the moves, I actually sort of wanted to just grab my DualShock and maybe... Can, mm. You can play with DualShock in VR, can't you? Or can you not? Yeah, I think that's... James, is that what you were saying you did? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay so how, I, how I does that work that exactly? Because um, it, with two moves, I feel like everything's taken just far slower. I know you can look at like... Um, like uh, materials on the ground, like uh, what you know, like wh- whatever the things you can ver- you can collect on the various planets, you can basically point to mm. it and basically pull back, and yeah. and, and and you grab that. And it's like that, that, mm-hmm. that was a cool you know control yeah. method, but I just felt like I was really slow going the menus and doing this. It and definitely, yeah, it was, it definitely slows you down. Um, which I you know I'll I'll accept that in in exchange for the uh, you know the extra immersion, I guess, but. um but yeah. yeah, and like, I got into like um, there's one thing where I had to go in like one of those uh, th- those containers where you go in and had to like pick something up to to get my mm. ship to work. And I like went up to this machine and I was like, oh cool, you know, I'll move my hand out to point or grab the machine. And like th- there was none of that interaction. I'm not expecting right. me to. Well, I don't know. I guess I was expecting me to like <laughs> if I move my hand out forward and touch this like display in front of me, maybe that'll activate the display. But no, uh-huh. my hands went through right. it, and actually, it was still using the controls or interaction methods that you might have done if you weren't in VR at all. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that's, that's a bit disappointing. And a big thing with VR is like it surprises you and really lends itself to make you feel immersed if you do something. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, is this going to work? And like, wow, it does work. Like how I expect it to work in real life, and because it wasn't doing that, that was another disconnect. Yeah, and maybe it's like that's I mean, what affected my believability yeah, like, in VR I guess when we talked about um, like London Heist um, in you know PSVR worlds like even though yes it's very on rails but like everything you look down you know you look down at a table oh there's a, there's a cigar on the table I wonder if oh I can pick it up oh I wonder what happens when I pull it to my face and inhale oh it makes the little crackling sound as if I'm actually yeah. you know inhaling this from a cigar and then if I breathe out again it blows the smoke out and it's all those little interactions like add up so much to just making everything seem believable and it's so easy to shatter that and like you know and obviously with a game like no man's sky of course like it's a nightmare to try and get all that stuff right um because you know if if your game isn't like super on rails then you know people are obviously going to try all sorts of things and then in the second that suddenly something doesn't work you're like oh this is shit um it's you know that that must be a nightmare but yeah it's little things like yeah, you, when you're just trying stuff out and it doesn't just quite work as you expect, it does just break that immersion. A yeah, you bit. can really tell this is a game that had VR added to it rather than a game built for for VR. Yes. From, you know, and yeah. I can't complain. I mean, it's just it is what it mm-hmm. is. Um, but yeah, I yeah. really I didn't really feel that immersed, which I, I really surprised mm-hmm. me. You know, um, but it is you know I I enjoyed it. I I wanted actually different to go back, but I'm not too fussed about going back in VR. Maybe I'll give it one more go, but. Yeah, I thought yeah. this was like a no-brainer. You know, space and VR. So this is going to be the one. Maybe mm-hmm. if I play more, I'll get used to it. But it didn't really, didn't really connect with me the way I thought it would. But um, mm. it's still I mean, really I sh- cool. I should say, like, you know, you're saying you're, like, you're really looking forward to that experience of taking off the planet again and it being incredible. Like, I fully got that in VR. Oh, okay. like, I Amazing, ab- yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, I would have done if I hadn't so, yeah. just nosedived into the planet immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <been> better. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't do that, but I was saying like fighting with the controls, and it, it was cool to do. And maybe next time I'll, I'll be I'll enjoy it a little bit more if I you know got a better grasp on the controls. It is really cool though, seeing how well this or how much this game has developed and changed. Like there's like a massive onboarding gotcha. process now with all the things yeah. you do on a planet, and the pain that lasts actually for hours with you, you know, mm. still like onboarding you when it comes to like going to different galaxies and looking at maps yeah. and this that, and the other. So it's constantly and I'm building bases. Um, so it's amazing seeing seeing the progress, and yeah, this must be like the fifth or sixth time I've deleted my save file, started again, um, because I want to see how the onboarding is and how it works. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean like, the new update looks fantastic, and I do want to try, especially like the, the co-op stuff with you guys. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. But, I mean, um, I don't think we'll actually achieve much, but it'd be funny. So. Yeah, yeah, just to see each other and wave. That's, that's all I want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that, uh, that's No Man's Sky. That is No Man's Sky. Um, Let's just do Fire Emblem. Let's do it. I mean, I I haven't got much to add other than I might have to ban myself from playing this because I am now well into my second playthrough. <laughs> like, I started the second playthrough thinking, I'll just, I'll do it on the harder difficulty and it'll be fine, but like, you know, and I'll pick a different house, but it won't, like, it's not going to be that different and I'm just going to, you know, do a few hours and then be like, yeah, do you know what? I want to go play something else. Nah, I'm still like fully, fully... Oh, nice. to do it um like playing it on the high difficulty is really engaging i feel like i'm i'm thinking about it way more than i was the first run through um I, i'm really interested about what's going to happen because i've picked a different house this time and it's really fascinating like because you sort of you know obviously in the, like the first half of the game you pick you know you pick a house and then like most of your interactions are just with the the people with you know the, the students within that house um but like obviously I've played played it through to completion with one particular house and now that I've picked a different one I'm sort of meeting characters earlier on and being like I know what happens to you in the second half and I know how you end up and that's and it's sort of really interesting seeing how that might happen or maybe it'll be different because I've picked a different house this time and things will play out differently um so yeah I I'm, I'm well into it so Sean, but who, I mean who did you play through as for your first playthrough so the first playthrough, I went with the, um, oh, the- uh, Le- Leicester Alliance, the Golden Deer, yeah. So who are you um, doing this time? And now I'm doing the Holy Kingdom of Fargus. Right. Wait, is that the Blue blue Lions? That's the Blue, yeah, Blue Lions. Yeah, because that's, yeah. that's who I'm going through with at the moment. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, so where are you guys up to with it? Are you still well on board or are you... I've just got to the bit where it begins to focus, it's like part two basically, you know, where it focuses on just your house really, you know, to a degree. Is it when you say part two, as in after certain major story events? Yes. Or yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I know where Dimitri's at at the moment. Oh, you're right. You see, because I don't, because when I first played it through, I was playing as Leicester Alliance, so I I saw him in the second half, but yeah. there's like a whole load of stuff I don't know about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's really interesting. Sorry, I know this is really cryptic for everyone who's either not played it or not got to this point yet. But like, I am really worried about spoiling it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sorry, James. Go on. Yeah, I mean that's so that's that's where I'm at with it, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as I said, it's mostly like it's. I mean, the the focus has shifted now, and after events mm-hmm. that happened, and I mean, I'm still mm-hmm. finding that the combat is not really challenging me that much. It's, yeah, that uh, that will not change. <laughs> And it, like, it's 
and this thing because I've I've never felt like I've needed to restart any battle at all. Like it's always mm-hmm. even if I lose like one or two people, it's still doable. Yeah. Like every single yeah. time, and yeah. there is a kind of monotony to this game. I found, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I'm still really enjoying that. Like just yeah. basically doing the same thing over and over again, talking to the same people because the story mm-hmm. is interesting enough and the character yeah. interaction is interesting enough that it that's that's absolutely fine. But I also haven't felt the need to like really micromanage stuff either that much. Yeah. Although yeah. I have found some enjoyment in doing that, in like forcing people into different classes and stuff like that. That can mm. be quite enjoyable um, to do, you know, to try and like train them in different different ways. Yeah. But yeah, it's just. I, I mean, I don't really have anything more to add about it at the moment. I mean, I just. I'm. Uh-huh. I, but I do see where you're going in the sense of I could see myself probably playing through this with another house actually, because. Yeah. Because I, I know what to expect to a degree in terms of like what yeah, what it expects also, of me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming you are now th- also fascinated as to how it works out if you play as one of the other houses. Yes, particularly without... one of the others. Yeah, there's one <laughs> yeah, of the others yeah, yeah. I really want to know. I really want to yeah. what sort of perspective that's got, you know, compared with the one that I'm seeing. It's uh, yeah, exactly. And also, I, I mean, I think the way that my house is going to be portrayed is probably not great. So that's why I'm quite <laughs> interested to see how it looks from the other side. So yeah, there is that as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm st- I- I'm playing this loads over the weekend. I'm absolutely loving it. So I'm about 20 hours in or so, 15 to 20 hours in. I'm nowhere near part two, at least I don't think, no- think so. Nothing's really been mentioned about that. But um, yeah, I'm really enjoying a combination of both the fighting. It's not particularly taxing, but it is rewarding. I'm enjoying that. And um, and then like going back to the monastery and you know meeting meeting students and stuff. But um, when it comes to monastery and like the exploration time, I'm basically just looking at all the the potential quest markers on the map, going to them and doing those free quests, and then maybe having a meal if I've got time. Is that the best use of my time, or are you guys just eating with your students and not bothering the missions? What what are you doing, James? Uh, well, I do a whole bunch of stuff, so it depends. I mean, I usually follow kind of the trend. You know, like how it will say like what other people have been oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. The, the worldwide sort of stats. It shows you like percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. of who did what, yeah. I mean, I usually find in the first Sunday of the month, I end up doing all of the sort of free roam stuff where I go and talk to people. Um, yeah. I usually do a couple of activities like the fishing and stuff and like meals and then obviously, mm. you know, the, the tea parties, etc. And... Yeah, because then you can also pick up the missions, can't you? That you do like as like battles. Yeah, I pick them up every time. Yeah, and by yeah. the time I've done them, I might, I might have run out of like you know, yeah, activity it's, points yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, but then I mean, you get loads more activity points as it goes on. I mean, in the beginning, you yeah. only have like three or in whatever. The, in the beginning, yeah, but by the time you've got <laughs> to the end, it's like you know, like what? Like I mean, at the moment, I've got about eight, I think, at the moment, mm-hmm. right? yeah, which okay, is cool. yeah. which is enough to do like plenty of things. Yeah, I mean, I'm what. How how far am I? I mean, I'm at about twenty five hours, maybe into it. I think. Um, okay. So yeah, I've still got quite a long way to go. I think um, with it, mm-hmm. but that's generally what I do. And then on the other Sundays, I then just end up doing battles. Or I mean, only once or twice now I've rested. Um, but that was mostly just to yeah. recharge that sword because it's very good. Um, the one yes. that you get. So yeah, it's worth yeah, worth yeah. doing. I've that. done a couple of those auxiliary battles as well. Um, yeah. Are they just basically mm-hmm. to get bits of loot and up, up they're, and level yeah, up? They're basically to to grind a bit, or if, yeah. yeah, if you want to like improve, like because um, what you can do later on, especially is like because those those auxiliary battles get quite easy. So if you've got like two units who are maybe a bit under leveled, or you just want to work in their relationship, like you can just do an auxiliary battle and basically just put 
two or three units in and just let them do everything and they'll just get shitloads of experience from it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's that's when you want to start getting to the sort of grindy micromanagement stuff, which you don't really have to. No, um, I mean, you can really, like, from my experience so far applying this, you can really just, like, auto everything and still kind of win. Yeah, you know, like a lot of stuff, which, which is a shame. I mean, like, yeah, to be clear, like, I know, Matt, you're saying you're, fine, you're finding the difficulty... Um, absolutely fine and good yeah. like I'm really happy about that like it's I, like I don't want to come across as if like I think this game should not have um, you know it should not be as easy as it is like I'm really glad that it's there it's just the way it's presented like it like it, they, you know they present it as normal or hard but it should be easy or normal if you know what I mean and then I would have made a different yeah. decision when I first started playing it mm-hmm. but I, I'm absolutely like especially with it being your first Fire Emblem because like I, you know as I've said I, I bounced off Awakening initially because that is really hard um, I was going to ask whereas, like, so this is just yeah. a lot easier than previous ones then is that yeah deal? basically yeah um, and you think it's less a game for that is what, lesser, I wouldn't say it's a lesser game because you can definitely increase like difficulty if you want to it just if you're going if you go into this in the same way that I went into with Awakenings, it will be significantly easier. Like on on like a run, which is a bit of a shame, I think. Yeah, but just basically the second one now on a harder difficulty. So is that a lot more rewarding, or is that also just settles in and doesn't feel that taxing? No, the yeah. So I'm now that I'm doing the second run on hard, it's uh, I am finding it a lot more enjoyable because it is more difficult. Yeah, like I mean, again, you, you can you know micromanage it and and grind the auxiliary missions if you want to make sure that you you know you've got a bit of an edge in terms of um stats and stuff um but broadly speaking yeah like you've you've got to be pretty careful with your positioning and really think about your abilities and and equipment and and skills and stuff okay cool um whereas yeah you you can pretty much like it still helps to be mindful of that stuff on the normal difficulty um but it's not like life or death you know crucial so but yeah, if you're enjoying it, fuck it, man. I, yeah, that's, I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah. I so, mean, like, yeah, yeah. The, the two two weeks, basically, like launch week or the week after, I didn't really have much time, especially like all the store stuff. But like over the weekend, yeah. I just played loads, you know, and I, I've mm-hmm. like played it to and from work because I'm commuting this week. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. It's uh, and I'm glad I am because obviously I played the mobile one so much. I'm like, oh, I hope I. I hope I don't just bounce <laughs> off the home one, but thankfully no, I'm I'm loving it. And I'm loving sort of getting to know the characters and yeah. and so on and so forth. It's just yeah, really enjoyable. Game. Which house were you again, Matt? You're the the Empire, aren't you? I am the Black Eagles. Yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. it. I mean, um, but also you can have a crew pool from other houses, so it's not even. Yes. Yeah, I'm quite I'm quite enjoying that sort of you know talking to someone and then they're like nah nah and then like you've got like you know skill up in certain areas to then recruit them permanently. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's also quite cool. That you can have, yeah, can have, you can have people sort of help out per mission, um, or other, I guess for the remainder of the month actually, and then you get to see whether they're actually yeah. any good, and then you can maybe pursue them and and level up in mm. the areas you need to to get them on your team full time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's class game. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. It is. It's, it is really fucking good. Um, right. What else we got? So basically, me and Matt have got one extra each. Um, I have played. I've, I've, this isn't going to be like definitive review or anything. I've only put a couple of hours into Short it. Short barrel review. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, graphics. Um, yeah. So I've been playing uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Which so I never played the first Rebel Galaxy. I think it was on PlayStation Plus. Um, and it was, you know, it was one of these fly around space and trade a bit and mine things. And I think maybe there was some combat in it. Um, but 
like basically apparently it was fine but everyone took the piss because it was a space game where you could not fly up or down everything was just on a flat plane Um, great just like space (laughs) yeah exactly um and yeah so i gather it it was okay like it it had its fans it's like solid sort of you know six sevens out of ten what Um, why make you made a space game you can't go up or down I know. Well, they 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 joke about it on. So this new one, you you can yeah, full three hundred sixty degree movement or whatever. Um, and they do joke about it in the the FAQ for it. So it's like, oh, you guys who made the space game where you can't fly up or down, did you make it? Yeah. Um, so they they do acknowledge that. Well, I don't so care this, if I joke this, about it. It's unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. Um, so this is a game where um, you play as a woman called Juno, who's uh, you know you're a pilot in space. Um, and your husband's been murdered and you're chasing after the guy who did it um, but you've got like you know you've crashed your ship and you start with nothing um, and you, you start the game in basically a space like garbage um, collector is it garbage um, or rubbish it's sorry it's trash actually oh, um, you'll love this game in James yeah yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like it so tonally, it's you know it, it's the whole sort of space as Wild West thing. So if you've seen Firefly or Cowboy Bebop, you will know what to expect. Um, but it, it is really nicely done. Um, main character Juno seem like is pretty likable. Um, takes no shit, um, but it's just yeah, pretty good. Um, and it's basically yeah. So all I've played so far has just been doing a couple of story missions, and then in between them, like there'll be like a piece of equipment that my ship needs to to progress the story. So then I've been doing side missions and stuff, um, and yeah, it's just like quite a nice little universe to be in. Like just going to the bar, talking to people, getting missions, flying out, blowing some people up. There's all like interesting options. Like you can just sort of communicate with any other ships you find in space. You can just give them a shout on the radio and either just say hi or tell them to go fuck themselves or whatever. Um, and the combat's really interesting because it has this this system where um, basically once you're locked on to an enemy so you can just like cycle between you know all like hostiles in the area or whatever uh, you hold the left trigger and it just automatically turns you and points you at the enemy which okay that's sound, nice, yeah. sounds well that's it yeah because yeah, on the surface it's like well surely that's bullshit surely that means you don't have to do anything and then you're like well hang on a minute the bit of like space combat games where you're just chasing like fucking icons on the you know the edges of your hood mm-hmm. no one enjoys doing that it's really boring <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's a push button and, and it does it. And I, I gather, like from what I've read in reviews and stuff, it works because when, once it starts getting a bit more complicated, um, people are saying like it reminds them a lot of Free Space 2. I don't, James, did you ever play that? No, I didn't, but I, I always yeah. heard that it was excellent. Yeah, so it, it's more about managing like what is going on in, in battle. So there'll be like there'll be ships that you are supposed to protect and stuff. So like they, they know that just being like, here are some enemies, shoot them down, is not like massively interesting in and of itself Mm. um so yeah i gather it gets more involved on that on that front but as i say i've just like i've done a couple of story missions where like um you know you're sort of going up to a a freighter and like basically trying to scare them into giving up some cargo and then stealing it and um and it's all about you know you have sort of different allegiances of different factions and stuff and you sort of manage that through the the missions you do and the you know the missions you take and stuff and and how like you know, some missions will get you better rank with the cops or pirates or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm only a couple of hours in, but I'm like properly excited about getting further into it. Um, like my only real complaint is that like the ship you start with. I don't, I don't know if this changes when you when you you know move on to other ships, but like uh, 
the cockpit view like you can't see a huge amount of like what's actually outside like so much of the screen is just taken up by like the interior of the ship which was oh, a bit oh, that weird that, that, that's half the yeah. fun of space games are looking out the window and well seeing yeah the majesty of um, space like I, I think it's been I think it's been done on purpose because, as I say, you, you start off with this ship that's an absolute piece of shit. It's basically a box with some rockets on the back. Um, so may, maybe that changes. Uh, maybe maybe that's an intentional thing. There, there is like there's an external view as well if you want to use it. But like there's a lot of cool attention to detail in the cockpit. Like if you start taking damage, like the you know your screen starts cracking and like stuff on your you know your dashboards like starts like fizzing and like sparks going everywhere. And like if you take like a massive hit. Like your character's arms will like fly forwards and like bang against the front of the, the you know, the uh, windscreen or whatever. Windscreens, no wind in space, Sean. It's just glass. No, um, yes, famously. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, yeah, loads of little hints like that that you're like, oh God, I feel like I'm an actual person in a spaceship. Um, so similar, like, you know, not entirely dissimilar to Outer Wilds, like in that sense, in that sense of being in this sort of quite rickety, fucked little ship. Um, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, my only real complaint is that like it's so easy to you basically just point at an objective in space and then you hold the A button and it just autopilots you to it, but like literally via like a two second cutscene. So you get no sense of like where you're flying to or from. They're just points on your hood that right. you just point at and then go to them. I don't know if that changes. Like there is like a full galaxy map you can look at and stuff. Um but I've I've not had to do that yet. So I don't know if that changes. But that that's felt weird it's just felt like you're just basically magically transporting between these different little pockets of of space and then shooting some guys and then going back to the base or whatever um but yeah i really really pleasantly surprised by this really enjoying it um is this pc or console uh so it's coming to console um so i think it's so it's epic store only at the moment oh god but you haven't sean you haven't tell me you haven't tell Um, me although well, curiously, so it's so it's yeah, so it's Epic Store only, but the devs are just like, oh, by the way, um, here, like there's a command line you can enter so that it just runs without bothering the Epic Store; it just runs by itself, like completely standalone. Um, so they've just made that public. So that's weird. Um, yeah. don't, don't know how that sits with with Epic, but whatever. I'm sure um, they're delighted. Yeah, so yeah, it's coming to consoles, including the Switch. So Ooh, that's okay. interesting. Yeah, and is the um, Switch going to be in a handle this? Well, I don't, I, yeah, I don't see why not. Like graphically, it's nice, but like you could definitely turn things down a lot, and it would st- like it would still be a cool and interesting game. I don't think it would suffer too much for it. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing more of this. Um, but yeah, that that is me for the awesome. week. Yeah, it, it, it sounds good. I, I, I'm yeah. loving space games at the moment. So uh, yeah, there's been, there's been loads of good ones like out out out. I was out say wilds. wild worlds, Everyone wild worlds. Play outer wilds. Everyone Please. play out of wilds. Um yeah, they're sort of, you know, quite happy going back to No Man's Sky and now and now Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. And I'm, I'm into it. And then that trailer Forever Space 2 that we saw at mm. Gamescom looked wicked and made and reminded me that the first one's available on Switch, so that's dangerous. So um yeah, space. It's good shit. Space is good. It's it's in, isn't it? It's very it is. very in. It is. Uh Matt, you got one more, haven't you? Oh yeah, I <laughs> I um I finished <laughs> Night in the Woods, guys. Yeah, it's off my plate officially. I've actually played the game and I've finished the game, and um, and I'm no, I'm not nominated this year for game of the year. So get ready. <laughs> so what did what did you make of the ending? Because I like initially I had no fucking clue what was going on, and then over time it started to sort of percolate and make sense. Oh really? You didn't so, have an idea? 
No, well, like, you know, in the whole thing about the cult throwing people in the pit. Yeah. And, and yeah. May just feeling weird and like she's just feeling weird and fucked all the time and, and all that stuff. Yeah, but after that, it is basically explained, you know, the, they were like, you know, they were they were uh, worried about, the t- I mean, spoilers, but yeah. whatever. You know, they were like, you know, they didn't like the way that, you know, the town had you know, changed from, you know, it's mm. sort of his its roots of like you know mining and then now it's more yeah. like coffee shops and possibilities and you know it and it is very much about you know people not wanting to let go of their heritage and worrying that the new you know the new world is wiping yeah. out you know their history um so yeah although yeah. it was sort of like it was um delivered in like a spooky cult sort of way like it's yeah, <laughs> i think it's fairly obvious like it what all, all the all the themes of of that word. yeah it was it was just like a couple of days later i was like oh fuck it's about like it's gentrification the, it's, you know, yeah, exactly, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's about the the dangers of nostalgia i think mm-hmm. or like going too far with it and how like so like with may you've got like you know extreme nostalgia on a personal level of someone being like why isn't everything like it was when I was a teenager? And why can't I just fuck around doing nothing? <laughs> and how that can like fuck you up on a personal level because it's just not realistic and it's just, you know, um, not achievable. And then, yeah, the whole thing with like the townspeople, like literally sacrificing people is a metaphor for how, um, you know, like the current situation you've got, uh, like political situation you've got in America and to an extent in the UK is that like, yeah, this sort of work, the people like wanting things to be how they were in the past. Yeah, brackets yeah. It's, it's, yeah, without with you know with fewer minorities and stuff. And it's yeah, the the whole it's thing like an imagined is like past that is exactly like, yeah. yeah. And it's this this you know like I say you know they're literally throwing people down a, a pit, but that is a metaphor for the pa- the fact that there are people who are willing to throw certain you know types of people or minorities or whatever basically under the bus so that they can make things how they were in in the 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 case of like Brexit and stuff yeah basically like throw the next generation under the bus in order to get back what they see as how it used to be in the good in the invert commas good old days exactly yeah Um, Um, so yeah I uh, so I like I love the game anyway and then once that all clicked I was like yeah it's fucking genius like really good yeah Um, I'm really hmm. happy that I did nominate it for game of the year in 2017 (laughs) Even if I didn't actually finish it. And when I, um, obviously, you know, I, if anyone knew listening, basically I nominated Night in the Woods the Game of the Year in 2017. I had played four hours. Um, and when I went to <laughs> play it in the week uh, before that Game of the Year show, my save file had disappeared. Um, oh, whatever. Co- this is news. What? No, you never, no, no. You never mentioned this at the I time. Yes, you mentioned I, that, Matt. Yes, I did. Are you guys being, are you, are you being sarcastic? Just revising the whole fucking no, thing. I mean, no, sarcastic, Jack, aren't you? You, you no. watched it on YouTube. Like, what no, happened? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, no, basically, I, I played four hours, and when I went back to finish it after nominating it, my Steam save file wasn't there, or maybe I only moved to a new computer. Either way, mm. there was no Steam backed up online save. Okay. And I basically, so like, well, I haven't got start again. Sorry? So it's YouTube <laughs> to the rescue. Well, I didn't actually. I didn't actually. I don't actually remember watching the ending. I might have read up on it, but my memory of this stuff and basically everything is so bad that even though I read up on it at the time and tried to explain my way through it, but so it's quite confusing. And now I fully realise why it's confusing because you really have to sort of play the game to really get your head around it. Um, yeah, I didn't remember any of that that I read back in 2017. So it's all good. I'm really glad I played it. I think the writing is still excellent. The characters are excellent. I, there's some really like surprisingly emotional scenes, like when um, when yeah, May's sure. mum. 
talks to May about you know being upset that May sort of quit college, you know, university, yeah, yeah. and and questioning why, and like they were also sort of you know because May was the first one in their family to go to college, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and like they were sort of struggling financially, and basically it's about you know when you're an adult, it's not all like it's not brilliant because you're basically got a lot more shit to deal with, and yeah. you know. I I I think I I feel I really spoke to me just because people are older and they're adults. When you're younger, you think our oh, adults have got it together. You know, there's, there's no worries. Mm-hmm. You just do the stuff, and actually, there's just more worries. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I I I thought the writing was really sharp, and it's really affecting. And mm-hmm. I thought it was next yeah, thing. What I did was I streamed this two Sundays ago, and I started it. And I think I said in the last week's show, it wasn't really a streaming game, mm-hmm. so I did play through. Um, up to the last chapter in the week and I'm glad I did and then basically on Sunday I streamed the last like, hour or so in the last chapter and it's the best way of doing it because um, it was not a streaming game at all it was mostly just you know clicking buttons but I'm glad I got through it and I just yeah streamed the, the, the last hour or so but excellent game really happy I got through it and um, yeah it's it's, it's brilliant. I'm happy. I'm happy I did it. Uh, cool. People in the chat afterwards are saying, "Well, you know, it's um, Super Mario Odyssey next. You know, to get the five from <laughs> the moon challenge." <laughs> I didn't actually cheat. I just use I just use a bit. We do like a backflip on top of the lift to get past that bit. All the blocks were chucking into the lava. The rest I did. <laughs> yeah, it but sounds legit. Apparently, well, no, it doesn't. You know, but cool. <laughs> but no, but I'm using some of the in-game, like new the in-game move sets to get through a part of the level. I wasn't like there's one. Um, I think Scientologist said, "Oh, well, he used a bit where basically you can get on the frog right at the beginning and literally hop from the start to the end, which is mental." <laughs> I literally did a you know like a like a crouch backflip jump and land on top of the lift. And anyway, I, I think that's fine. But I do in my mind, I want to get through that. Um, see if it, I'll do it on stream sometime. Anyway, nine of woods mm. is done. The, the plate is clean. On to the next meal. Fully licked. Fully uh, licked. Clean, yeah. Right, emails, James. Okay, uh, if you want to email us, it's podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Liz Walker's written in said, um, Whenever my friends and I talk about our favourite games of all time, one of my close friends always ranted that I needed to play So We Could Then 2, uh, claiming it was one of the best JRPGs he'd ever played. At the time, I figured because I'd never heard of it, it probably wasn't that good and carried on with my life. However, recently I saw it on the PSN store for 3.99, and given that my friend still mentions it from time to time, I thought I'd give it a go. I was pleasantly surprised to find that despite usually struggling to find the time required to play a JRPG, I enjoyed every minute of my 50 hours, and would probably concur with my friend that it is one of the best JRPGs of the PS1 era. The writing is excellent throughout, and there's a real sense of epic storytelling as you go from a young soldier in a youth brigade to a general of your own army with a castle and up to a hundred hand-recruited NPCs at your disposal. Do you have any little-known gem of the prior generation that people would probably love if they just gave it a chance? I mean, yeah, because Suicoden 2 is one of those ones that you you hear mentioned to this day, along with like you know, like Vandal Hearts and like the original Final Fantasy yeah. Tactics and stuff. That people are just like, this is the fucking best. No one's beaten this shit. Like, this is still like in terms of the depth of you know, and especially like you know, we're talking about Fire Emblem a lot. Um, like you know, these games do that stuff really well, where it's all about managing your guys and figuring out interesting like cross class abilities and and stuff like that. Which I love. So um, yeah, I've never played it, but it it would be cool to have the time to do because I think if it's on PSN and it's a PS One game, that means it'll play on the Vita, right? So that's oh yeah, dangerous. I, I bet that's on Vita. Yeah, 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 yeah certainly. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean to actually answer the question, 
little known gem for prior generations that people probably love if they I've, just gave it a chance. I um, like Jade Empire quite a lot, which seems to have just been oh, yeah. disappeared because that was brilliant. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it was an interesting like do you think they'd get away with that now? Because no. it was a very sort of hey, here's a bunch of Americans make like I don't know how much like you know, Chinese input there was. Oh, no, it wasn't specifically. Yeah, um, it was. It was a very sort of. Oh, let's do China, but we don't actually know enough, so we'll kind of just make it up. Mm-hmm. And there's any you know, other guys like oh, it's, it's like a lot of the word you know using the word inscrutable a lot and stuff, <laughs> which mm-hmm. may, probably wouldn't probably wouldn't really fly these days. Um, I'd have to go back but, and play it again actually and see yeah, what I'd make of it now because I played it like way before I got involved in China at all. So yeah, maybe it's. Uh, you might yeah. find it really offensive now. Yeah, <laughs> I did like yeah. So like the you know the morality system in Bioware games, which is always just like good or bad, and it seems mm. really reductive. But then in in Jade Empire, it was open palm and closed fist, which I thought yeah. was a, a really nice way of summarizing like yeah, like even though it's just still it's it's as simple, but it was there was a bit of nuance in how it was described, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Um, so yeah, no, if yeah, I'd be keen for. Like, I don't know if I'll have the time, but if you were ever, were ever to go back to that, I'd be keen to how you got on with it. Yeah. Um, are you, you going to go too human, Sean? Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little, I mean, you know, I always bang on about um, El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron, which is out on the 360 and PS3, and it's a, for some reason, it is a, you know, melee action game based off the Book of Enoch, which is a apocryphal jewish text about when enoch before i think it's before he was officially a saint um when he had to come down to earth and batter all the angels that fell to earth and became you know and with having sex with humans and creating weird creatures and it's absolutely off it's not it's just one of the weirdest games i've ever played and i really love it um i think i think that's all i've got off the top of my head you got any map Oh yeah, so did you guys on N64 play Forsaken 64? I have played it on know. PC, yeah. Like, um, obviously me and my mates, you know, we all love, like, uh, Killing Instinct at a time and Mario Kart and Goldeneye, but um, mm. but Forsaken we played so much that, like, there was many, many debates in our friends group, like, is this, hang on, is this almost as good or on a level or maybe slightly better than Goldeneye 64? We absolutely <laughs> hammered that game. In four-player <laughs> multiplayer, it was absolutely excellent. It's basically like a first-person... It's a first-person ship combat game, but it's all like in internal arenas with like you know yeah. you're going down like yeah, was it or was essentially like, was hmm? it like descent? It was yes yeah okay. So you're basically going in there. Yeah, it's like internal sort of multiplayer arenas, basically with loads of pipes and this and the other. But obviously, because you're on a ship, you can you can turn on your axis, you can like spin around, do barrel rolls, mm. this and the other. And like we we played that so much and got really you know, really good at it, and it was really competitive. Mm-hmm. And it's like. This is such an excellent game, but obviously on N64, people just obviously talking about Goldeneye and, and yeah. Marika, I guess, at a time in terms of multiplayer games. But yeah, mm. Forsaken 64, I still, I don't even know how that game was even reviewed uh, or even like how it was considered in like the pantheon of all the great 64 games, N64 it's, games. It's, but not, it's not one that gets talked about no, still, is but it? It doesn't often that, come like, up. When people say N64, like, I think obviously you think Marika and Marika 64 and all the classics, but I also mm. always think of Forsaken. So, <laughs> I, mean, I doubt it will hold up now. I just had a look at the reviews. I mean, it's all like just solid sort of eight out of tens. Everyone's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess say, it's like it's a because... bunch of us playing it. It's like, you know, yeah. 
with any mm-hmm. any any sort of game. Like if you if if you've got a group of mates all playing it, you can get fun out of it. And yeah, we absolutely love that game. Yeah, and as you say, it's unfair because the GoldenEye Mario Kart 64 existed. So unless something was absolutely exceptional, it probably wasn't going to get a look in. Um, yeah, I don't know so why, yeah, why that makes boy, but we did, and we're like, actually, this is yeah. bloody brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, it makes you wonder what else we we missed in that era. Because especially because N sixty four games were like seventy quid each, right? So you basically <laughs> yeah, you only, they're expensive. So you only got you know Christmas and birthday. That was it. Um, so yeah, I think the, you know there's probably a lot of games that people weren't didn't, you know didn't feel they were able to take a risk on back then. I remember absolutely um, loving uh, this F one game called F one World Grand Prix. Um, and at that time, people mm-hmm. we were like, oh, the graphics are stunning. I mean, I'm sure now they're like, absolutely dreadful. But me and my mate Grant would like literally play like full length like F1 games, uh, F1 races, <laughs> like 60 <laughs> laps. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, I was a child. I can do what I want. It's summer holidays, probably. Um, no, it's maybe, maybe it's probably college, regardless. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we played that for hours and hours and hours. And again, I'm sure that game wasn't reviewed terribly well. But mm-hmm. I don't know it's different. It's different back then, isn't it? You got it as a time, and you also because they're six or seven quid games, you're going to get yep. your money's worth, aren't you? <laughs> um. Oh, do you know what I could go back to, even though it's probably rubbish. The Chow Garden stuff in Sonic Adventure. Oh yeah. Oh what? Yeah. That, and do you mean the stuff seemed... on, on, on? I mean on the VMU or just actually when you go back to well, Chow both, Garden? Both. Yeah, because you you know you'd you'd go into the levels, kill a few enemies, then they'd all have you know they'd release creatures of different colours, and you go to your Chow Garden and you'd get them to interact with the creatures, and you'd raise one to be really good at flying, one to be really good at running, and one to be good at climbing, and and then enter them in little races and. Honestly, like, you know, when you, like, cause this, you know, th- I played a lot of this when I was a teenager and an incredibly moody and sad one at that. And like, in hindsight, I do wonder, like, how much, like, just the Chow Garden, like, got me through that. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's, oh, it was just fucking great. Like, it just felt so peaceful. And I just spent out, like, really quite obsessively playing that until I had, like, this incredible, like, elite team of, of Chows who could win <laughs> any fucking race. Um. Yeah, bizarre. Probably rubbish now. But there but you go. You said, I mean, was it pronounced Chow Garden? Like, obviously they're the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, they did. They did pronounce it Chow in game. But I'm yeah. like, I think that's how I pronounced it. But even then, I was like, because I I would famously mispronounce everything yeah. when I was younger, and, and also <laughs> as an adult. Um, like, um, do you remember? There was like a game. I think it's like, is it um Sonic and Knuckles, and it's like uh, Chaotix. Was that the game? Yeah, Knuckles Chaotix, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... How do I pronounce it? Fuck. Is it like Quatox or something? I, was like, <laughs> I think it's pronounced Quatox. Like, <laughs> and then it wasn't until I heard on a VHS it's Chaotix. I'm like, okay, that, okay, I'm not pronouncing another <laughs> thing ever again in my life. Because I'm good to drawing. Um, yeah. yeah, the VMUs, man, they were good, weren't they? VMUs were good. Yeah, so, yeah so I was doing all that, and then I was putting my child on the VMU, taking it to school... You know, everyone's like, oh, he's so cool. Are. He's got a chow in his VMU. I hope Shit, he's got a VMU in his pocket, ladies. Yeah. What a lad. Um, <laughs> oh, do you know what else? Right, the the reason, he's got VMU, boys. Let's go. The, the reason that chows are in the forefront of my mind at the moment, there is an episode of Bing, the kids' TV show, not the, <laughs> shit, <laughs> not, the, not the shit search engine. Yeah, I know Isaac's obsessed with it at the moment. It's very painful. Um I like the, I like the, the ending music. The ending music gets me every time. I think it sounds nice. I don't like <laughs> any part of it. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
It's yeah, there's, there's one where, I think it was Bing, anyway, where one of them's got a cuddly toy and it's very clearly a chow from Sonic Adventure. Oh, really? I've to, I've t- I took a photograph of it. I'll have to send it to you. Chow, um, it's a Bing thing. No, it's not. It You're a twat. Oh, God, I hate Bing. <laughs> I hate Bing. Fucking up and being an annoying child. Uh, LED it's keeps a Bing like, bringing thing. home like Bing books on the library. It's like, you know my thoughts on Bing. <laughs> Love it as a hate as a child's book. Get it out of my house. <laughs> um, this is like this isn't anything related to the story, but I can't believe we didn't bring us up earlier. Well, I wanted to bring it up earlier. They mm-hmm. we had like a trailer for Need Speed Heat, didn't we? At Gamescom. Have you seen yes. that, James? I've not, but I've heard that it's very similar to Juiced, is that right? Yeah. I mean, it is in that it's a racing game, customizing, you run away from the cops, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But um what what they're doing is oh, you can download the NFS Heat, Need Speed Heat app now. Um, and basically in that, you can basically start sort of customising your vehicles and then when you customise them in the app, that then you know just gets sent to the main game. And I thought that's like a great, a great idea. I would do that. You know, again, commuting to and from work or wherever you are, if you've got five minutes on the toilet, like, you can actually do stuff that's then going to be affecting the game. I was wanting to know, do you think that's absolutely rubbish, James, or is that something you might actually be interested in? <laughs> I guess, maybe. Why? <laughs> Because I, because I, I know it's sort of thing. I thought actually, I'll, you know, that that seems useful. But I know, I know most people will think you're really? an idiot, Matt, and that's that's the massive waste of time. I don't, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Well, I, I mean, I haven't actually seen what most people are thinking about it, but I just assume most people think no, that's stupid. Like, why would you bother? It's like the old days of, you know. Of 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 uh, Xbox and they're saying, oh yeah, just you can edit your things on on your various second screen and it will affect the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was quite a cool little uh, idea. Yeah, sounds alright. Okay, it well, is. Not. It's just a shame that everything else about the game is trapped in 2003, as far as I can tell. Oh, okay. I'm willing to give it. A, I'm willing to give it. A I know pass. you it's are, just... Matt. I know you are because <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> you know, I thing. want games to be good. <laughs> I don't go and think I'm give you shit, but yeah. maybe I should oh, yeah. wake up. And smell the <laughs> coffee. Asphalt. Well, I was trying to find a car term, but I couldn't think of anything. For, so I went for coffee. Uh, let's go on to tweet. It's at yeah. Computer Game Pod if you want to tweet us a tweet. Um, James Carr has died. If your face were to appear on TCGS promotion material, a t-shirt, say, what caption or slogan would you like to accompany it? I mean, this is James Carr thinking that the t-shirt captions we've produced aren't good enough. Yeah, he can go fuck himself. No, that's not true. Some um, people were saying, James, they wanted in the beginning on your T-shirt. And given this episode, I think they might yeah. be right. Yeah, to be fair, that nearly happened. Yeah, um, it, it got poo-pooed. Yeah. yeah did I, we, I had yeah. no control over any of this. It was all just decided. <laughs> so, yeah. It's all right. At least at least Matt didn't try and put someone else's catchphrase on your shirt, James. That because oh, yeah. that nearly happened to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not happened there, yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for living it under Bruce Shaw's yeah. face. Yeah, many apologies for that. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, do you want like a cool catchphrase or a new T-shirt, James? No, it's fine. I think what's there is all right. I mean, what does it say? Mine is it? What does it say? Shoot, what, shoot. You don't even know oh. what it says. Yeah. Don't even know that's what it says fine. on your T-shirt. Don't it? Yeah, you, you, people are going to be walking around with a T-shirt with your likeness on it, James, and you don't even know. You haven't even engaged with what it says on your T-shirt. 
sorry. It's not even bothered. James just like, when's the money coming in? <laughs> yeah. well, I don't give a shit. Does he care fuck, about the community? Well, there's your Fuck answer. the fans. Yeah. <laughs> what does it even say on the T-shirt? Like, <laughs> hey, cool dudes. I don't know. Man. That I fucking, that famous photograph of the dog with the shades on and the sign that says, fuck you, pay me. That is James Farley. <laughs> That's just because I, I didn't have any control over this. It was just all done. And so it's like, you know, it's not funny. I mean, I definitely asked, but you're probably like, yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah. Just yeah. put my cool catchphrase on it, baby. Yeah. It's so much quotable anyway, stuff, so Rafi. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah, incredibly quotable. Uh, Rafi at Rafi plays. Will we ever find out what James did to, to the community? <laughs> I don't know you what's going on with this. Now? Yeah. I don't Please know what this is all um, also, have you ever fallen into a slump where you stop wanting to play games? I had this recently, but it was broken by playing Ratchet and Clank. Have you experienced this, and uh, what game broke the slump? I've definitely had phases where, not that I didn't want to play games, but just everything I put on, I was just like, no, I don't want to play this. No. You know, like when you're a kid and like everything's rubbish, even though in hindsight you're like, fuck's sake, man, you could have just done whatever you wanted. You had all the time in the world. Mm. Um, I think it's partly like... You know, because obviously, thanks to the internet, like there's a lot less mystery in general around games, and I think you sort of broadly know what things, or you think you broadly know what things are going to be like before you get involved. So it's 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 easy to just be like, oh, sorry, it's difficult to be surprised by things. I think these days, and I think that's that feels like part of it sometimes. Um, See, but I, but I, also it's it's the pressure of like not having that much free time you know as you get older and like you know when you play something and you you know like i said like my like my destiny sessions where i'll put two hours in and maybe a number goes up and i'm just like was that the best use of the two hours i just had <laughs> because yeah, now i've got I'll to go there. to bed and that's that so yeah see i get this every time something new comes out that's like a big thing <laughs> that i know i'm supposed yeah. to play and yeah. I always find it a bit difficult because I, I often when I put something in that's like, you know, brand new, I just start playing and think, oh, I don't really feel like playing this at the moment, but I know yeah. I'm supposed to. And it's just, yeah. I hate that. That's something and it's Yeah. And it can be a double-edged sword because sometimes that, you know, that can egg you on to really get into something that, that you know, ends up being worthwhile, but maybe you, you struggled at first. Mm-hmm. But equally, yeah, there are times where you're just like, I feel like I just wasted the only free time I have for the next three days. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely been there. Like, there was a time when I was playing Destiny, Battlefield 3 maybe at a time, or maybe another Battlefield, and FIFA. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, hang on, mm-hmm. like, I'm spending all my time playing these games, and there's no ending to yeah. any of these games. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. Uh, oh, I couldn't stop myself. That felt anyway. like a good one, mate. I'm happy oh, for I- you. It, it, it actually felt really good, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the best today, actually. Uh, so yeah, I was playing games like FIFA, Destiny, and like you know, Battlefield. There was no ending. I was like, and I was, mm. I was playing him. I was on this like you know, just treadmill, just going, going, going. Numbers going up or whatever. And I was like, oh, this isn't satisfying. And I thought, actually, no, I'm going to start actually to finish games. And then yeah. I think I started then like playing loads of at the time XBLA games or shorter indie games. And I was like, oh, I'm actually mm-hmm. getting real satisfaction because I'm actually finishing games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was a really big moment for me. For actually, I don't want to constantly be playing games where there is no end in sight. I was yeah. actually really enjoying these shorter four to eight hour indie games. I think I played mm. them maybe uh, not. I guess Limbo and some of the other ones at a time. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I felt felt a lot better for doing that. I also remember when I was much younger and I sort of fell out of love with gaming. But I got a DS Lite, 
and then that sort of really invigorated my love for gaming all over again just uh-huh. playing these un- quite unique games at a time yeah and yeah and i think like again. you know th- those sort of endless games are fine if you are actually you know making the effort to play them with friends because you know i don't think any of us get to actually see our mates that often so that you know that's really worthwhile even if you you know say you don't don't necessarily achieve anything the fact that it is actually like valuable social time can be yeah definitely is is really good but um yeah but there's a lot to be said for just smashing through shorter games you know we've all we've all said many times when people like oh you know this game's good but it's only like two hours long and i'm like oh mate thank fuck that's brilliant. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll just finish it in an evening and then that's yeah. that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, when someone said to me, this indie game is like seven hours long. I'm like, hello, just put it in me. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> that's all I want. Like a nice little short contained experience. I know it's less exactly. than 10 hours. Brilliant. I'm all over that. Yeah, and, it, and you know, and it's not about like, you know, oh, brilliant, that's something I can feel like I've, have done you know it's like something i can tick off in a relatively short space of time it's that sense of like having had a complete experience in a relatively short space of time that you can then take away and think about and you know and like you know it's not just ticking it off for the sake of it it's like you can forget sometimes that it's a different like finishing something is an experience in and of itself in the way yeah, that you can then yeah. go away and assess it fully Rather than just playing bits of everything and sort yeah. of and there's having such a an sense of accomplishment with that that yeah. you don't get by yeah. yeah you might go up a few levels in Destiny or yeah, progress yeah, yeah. in like a FIFA season but it's yeah it's it's a different type of accomplishment and you know, yeah I, I, that I really remember... helped me when I was like getting a bit not not jaded but I was like I'm just playing these games every day but I'm not really feeling much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I, that doesn't really answer the question but I, nah, there you go but yes. there you go it went <laughs> off in a different direction um, yep. at M jl gaming on twitter i'm thinking of starting a podcast on my own do you have any advice slash tips or things to avoid when initially starting out hashtag mr t-shirts and um, we have covered this before but it's probably worth going over again just um record do stuff it. do it just do it for, do it. yeah record stuff do it for your own amusement chiefly um because like you know yeah like, you know we're like so happy with where we are but like I, you know, this has been after me podcasting for like twelve years. I know Matt and James, you've been doing it for like almost as long, I think. Um, and yeah. that was a long, a long time of like not necessarily having a huge following, certainly not making any money off it um, until recently. So yeah, you've got to just do it for your own reasons and for your own amusement. Like obviously, be aware that it is <laughs> like ultimately you are putting it out for other people to listen to, but. You've got to be enjoy, you know, enjoying doing it um, first and foremost, because like anything, it's something you need quite a bit of practice at. Um, and I think, you know, not not to say that we've mastered it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> no but like it's something you you get better at with time. And whatever you record now, you'll initially be really happy with, and when you listen back to it in a year, you'll be really fucking embarrassed. But that's good because it means you got better. Um, so do like do sort of be prepared to like not that everything you know. It sort of sounds like you're saying, oh, well, everything you do is basically a waste of time. It's not because it's just the necessary steps to, to getting better at it. But um, yeah, just do it. Just get into it. Enjoy yourself. Um, one day be embarrassed about the early stuff you did, but that is fine because you got better. And that is, you know, that's the point. 
Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, create stuff that, they, that you would want to listen to, and then there will be an yeah. audience out there to listen to it. Also, I yeah. guess, like, when you're starting out, I mean, like, quality is really massively important. I mean, hmm. it, it doesn't matter sometimes how good the, the actual content is. If you go there and listen to a podcast and you order quality is crap, most people go turn off. Like, they, like, yeah, and, and these days you can get really great quality from equipment which, which doesn't cost the earth at all. Um, yeah. So um, sound quality is massively important. But yeah, ultimately just produce something that you're happy with and there'll be an audience to go there. In terms of like being embarrassed, I, I've been doing this for say 12 years or so and I'm really proud of this show and other stuff we've done. But I still, when I listen to my voice, basically want to flip the car into the central <laughs> reservation because I hate it. I, I have see, to, I, I'm I totally to, like, over forward. that. I've, I've married up the, you know, how my voice sounds in my head to how it sounds to other people now. Because I've, I've yeah, heard enough I'd, of yeah, it, um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll never get over there. But um, <laughs> yeah, so 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 that that may never go, um, or you may be happy with it. But uh, yeah. yeah, just you know, create something you're happy with, and and j- 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 just get going. I mean, if the first few you have to record, but you don't release them, then that's cool. Just you know, keep keep doing that until you feel happy enough that you want to put out into the world, and then just mm-hmm. keep going. And then um, yeah, don't expect. Casper or audio, uh, Audible advert <laughs> from day one, <laughs> or yeah. after six episodes, or whatever that piece in the New York Times said. I mean, I, um, yeah, like I do always roll my eyes when like people start a podcast and then five episodes in, they're just like, "Oh, we've partnered with Acast and now we've got ads," and it's like, "Why? Why? You need to be so big for that to be worth doing." And it just annoys people for you know, like, you know, when this American Life have adverts, you're like, yeah, do you know what? They're huge, and the stories obviously involve a lot of research and a lot of time, um, that costs money. And here's me just rocking up and listening for free. But when you know, two lads um, just chatting with each other in their basement, uh, running Acast adverts, you're like, come on, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's not really necessary, is it? Um, so yeah, I think people really jump the gun when it comes to sticking adverts in. But yeah, uh, James, you you, James, you're 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 a veteran now of the UK gaming podcast scene. What <laughs> tips have you got? Yeah, mate. See, I've got just exactly what you've just said. All of that stuff, I I completely agree. Like with all of that, I mean, it is just finding something that you're enjoying doing and do it because you enjoy it, not because you're expecting. I don't know. You see, for me, this has always been. I do this because I do enjoy doing it, and. Mm-hmm. It's that's the main reason I do it. Is not so much just because you're thinking I'm going to get an audience and all that kind of thing. It's because yeah. it's nice chatting you all. You know, it's um that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, yeah like all joking aside, like this is basically my social life. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. Basically, this and WhatsApp for the most part. Like um, between like most of my friends not living nearby and having kids and job etc. Yeah, like actually, you know, I always used to say like, oh, you know, I'm gutted that like I don't live in London where most of my friends are. And then you realize that most of them don't even see each other that often because life. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So just having something like this booked in every week, um, you know, plus like, you know, the bonus stuff we do and like and even the streams as well. Like it's it's proper good fun, like just, you know, chatting with everyone um, yeah, who's watching definitely. and stuff. Um yeah, it's it's good. It's good fun. Yeah, I, I bloody love it. Yeah. Um, Thomas at Lama Club Forty Two. As we enter the last year, this generation, what's your favourite game so far? Uh, wait, hang on. How, why is this the last year of this generation? Well, no, because like, if like next gen's gonna start in twenty twenty. Oh, sorry, is... sorry. As we enter the last year, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so next year is the. Yeah. I mean, my. Um, for, I mean, Last of Us for me is that's one of my favourite really? games of all time. Anyway, that's last gen, mate. Yeah. Is that though? Oh, it was PS3. Oh, I guess PS3. PS3 yeah. that came out. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> is well, that let me good? Think. 
survived a generation. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, Breath of the Wild has to get a oh, mention. Yeah, um, yeah it's got to be that. <laughs> What? I don't know. What's funny about that, James? No, it's just funny. It's like you were Breath of the Wild and you went, oh, yeah. I still see, you know, like people still, the, the, even today, still showing like amazing sort of clips on Twitter. And yeah. you know, like, oh, look at his mad yeah, stuff yeah, that you do yeah. in this game. And, you know, just hearing like the sounds and like, yep. it's like, oh, this game is beautiful, isn't it? It really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A stunner. Yep. I'll go, I'm going Yakuza 0. That's been my favourite. Probably okay. of this generation, I loved it. Yeah, of the generation. Yeah, I, wow, of this okay, generation. Shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the game a which is like spit take from that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> no, it's obviously obviously stuff like um like Zelda and all that was also really amazing. But this was a series which you know has made me want to play like seven entries or whatever, like one after the other. It's you know it's it's great. Yeah, fair enough. Wow, um, okay, it's kind of well, what I always wanted, and that's why I'm really happy with it. I mean, not that there's much current gen about it, but I wonder if Hyperlight Drifter would be on the list as well. Ooh. Um But it's all pixel art, innit? It might as well be 20 years old, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? It might. <laughs> um, Athena Allen, how has Sean not picked up Metal Wolf Chaos yet? Yeah, do you know what? I don't know. Um... Because I, ne- I, like, I never played it back in the day, but obviously on paper it's everything I want. It is, you know, from software doing a very fast-paced kind of silly uh, mech game. Um, don't know, just not found the time yet. Well, but we'll see. Uh, Luke mm. Summerhays at uh, Busker Lily on Twitter. Unless James, no, James has just deleted that message. Whoa, fine. Whoa. <laughs> James has just gone, James gone full fucking renegade. Stop fucking oh, deleting it. Put it back in now. <laughs> Put it back in the dock now, James. It's quarter to 11, Matt. Put it's it in. Like... I've started his name. I can't then stop. <laughs> I've started to finish. You okay. delete others now, but because we don't, we, can't, like... we don't want them to be like publicly shamed on the show. James, it's quarter to 11. Okay, I'm getting this question out, and then we'll, we'll you just, work. You just, we'll you just take the... the community, James. Yeah. This is it. You just, you're yeah, slipping back into the two out of ten. He's deleting your messages. I'm so sorry, but I've copied everyone in the stock. He's at the bank. He's I, absolutely rampant. One. It was about him, so I thought, okay, maybe it's about it. Okay, okay I'm carrying on. Luke Summerhays, friend of bears, out Bosco Lily. If James is too chicken to do the full <laughs> Statham catalogue, how about Fast Calls, all the Fast and Furious films, Trying to keep track of all the characters and how it went from stealing DVD players to the rock putting helicopters out of the sky to save the world. You see, this might work because I've Fast... never seen a Fast and Furious film properly. I no, think I might have seen one. I don't know. Back in the first one. I mean, uh, this only works if Dave is like a proper scholar of the Fast and Furious extended yeah, universe. Are, are any of us. <laughs> so I know Dave isn't because on the last like, Star Calls, they're like, is there a new Jason? Is Jason Statham still acting? He's literally in Hobson <laughs> Shaw, like the most recent <laughs> spin off that came out two weeks ago, the Fast and Furious spin off of The Rock. So yeah, he's I, love, still I acting. love that if we did this, instead of it being like, oh, you know, one person's a newcomer and one person's really knowledgeable and they're talking about it, it'll just be all four of us showing up and just being like, what the fuck was this? Yeah, why did what that come did that? <laughs> Dude, driving way too fast. Irresponsible. Yeah. Um, fast yeah. calls to, to no one anyway. But then what if you know? What if we get to the bit where what's his name died in real life and we're all like really sad? Shit, yeah. Playing, probably, playing probably that probably with Khalifa song and bursting into tears. Um, yeah, isn't he CG, I think, for... I have no I'm idea, sh- mate. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, anyway, the... James, are you delete any more or what? No, go on. <laughs> go on, go on, man. Before he changes his mind, he didn't have to say okay. that. I mean, you know, I was just doing us a favour. Well, no, well, yeah, but don't delete when I'm led midway through reading the message. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get that was to read the message. That was just bad timing. Yeah. That was ter- yeah. Okay, Colin Ross Wilson. Um, Sean, except for Piss Simulator 2019, a Hideo Kojima production, was it any game that was worth seeing at the conference last night? Uh, Everspace 2 looked quite good. Uh, do you know, I I mean, I was quite tired, but I I remember very little of that conference. The, uh, la- the Last sort of, of Us, not Last of Us, fucking hell, uh, Life is Strange trailer was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. But we then tried we, to talk we already, over it because I didn't want it already, to sport for us. But, yeah, um, like we already know we're excited about that. So that doesn't yeah. really count, I don't Can't think. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, James, will you be streaming Erica next? It looks like something you would enjoy. So Erica was announced at Gamescom, and it's basically like an FMV game, isn't it? It was all like Bandersnatchy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but idea. it's yeah. there was some. It was weird. It was all like sort of filmed video stuff, but it was interactive in that you know they showed a bit. There's like there's a box and you can open it slowly and then close it again, but it's filmed. It's not like you know computer graphics. Yeah. Um, which obviously it's just a you know a bit of footage like for you know going forwards and backwards, but looks weirdly convincing. Um, it really does. I, I thought it was yeah. excellent. I was like, yeah, this looks perfect for streaming. Mm. Um. So James, you're streaming on Thursday, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh, I got this because it's, it's it wasn't that expensive anyway. So it's like nine quid, it, isn't it? Then, from PSN. Yeah, it's like nine quid. So I'm going to stream this on Thursday. Actually, yeah. I mean, I don't know cool. how long it is, but whether it's possible to do it in a sitting, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Oh, we mentioned on streams again, but yeah, but yeah, basically James will be streaming this nine o'clock on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, Colin continues. Matt, you recently streamed the beginning and the end of a game, doing the rest of the game on your own time. Would you be doing that with all games in the future? Because that would be a massive time saver for us all. Um, <laughs> absolutely charming. not. How, how, absolutely how, how charming. dare you? It's, it's the journey, not destination, Colin. Apart from that. Apart from that game, because it wasn't really stream-worthy. That's it for questions. Let's go on to streaming. It's a busy week this week. We're doing fuckloads. So Wednesday night, which yeah, is mate. tonight for listeners on the day this pod comes out, is what we're now calling the season one finale of Played <laughs> by the Bell. <laughs> Sean is streaming for, you know, because the week after, it's FIFA time. Um, it is. So Can't what, wait. what game is it you're streaming again? I am Sean? streaming Fight Crab. Fight and crap, and it's going to be absolutely incredible. I hope. Yes, um, uh, no, yeah. it will be incredible. I know what's going to happen. Uh, if you're listening <laughs> to this on the day this pod comes out, watch Sean tonight on Twitch or TV slash Computer Game Show from nine o'clock. It yes, will be worth your time. Trust me. <laughs> we still big... need to figure out the ground rules for FIFA. We got, we got to do well, that at some we'll, point. Got I mean, I, like, also... I don't know enough to comment either way. So just tell me what the rules are once you've figured it out I guess like I'm not going to argue because I don't know what the the ramifications are of any particular rules mm. or whatever so yeah, yeah. go for it uh, yeah well we've got some time but yeah that's tonight if you're listening to Wednesday play by the bell on Twitch the season one finale do not miss it and then tomorrow mm. is Thursday uh, and yeah James is streaming Erica uh, this FMV game sort of band snatchy that's 9 o'clock uh, on Thursday on Friday James is back again for Until Dawn that's also on Twitch Friday night from 9 uh, you're still loving that game aren't you James yeah that was yeah still yeah, yeah, still oh, yeah, yeah. I still... watched quite a lot of that last week it was very good 
it's, it's still incredibly clip worthy with jump scares and whatnot. So yes. that's Thursday and Friday from nine if you if you if you love a bit of James. And on mm. Sunday, now I finished Night in the Woods. I'm starting a new series, but with James, and I'm going to play through and finish Alex Kidd in Miracle World. This game has been on my plate since I was like nine years you old. You are not going to finish that game, Matt. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to start it, not finish it. Clearly, I am. Wait, so, are you allowed to use save states? Or? Well, I'm not going to. And it's, oh, okay, fucking hell, Matt. Yeah. It's going to be impossible. Well, it can't, well no, I, I'm not going to until maybe it's like, you know, six weeks down the line. I'm like, fucking hell, I've got to do something. Oh, you know? my but God. You know, I, would, I no... would almost bet you a PS5, Matt. That there's no... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. I said almost. I'm not doing that yet. But it's like, there's no way that you're going to be able to do it without save states. What? But 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 yeah, but this is how this is the game as it was originally meant to be. Obviously, people finish this game. It's not. It's not. People don't. Lord, this is like the hardest game in existence. Yeah, but Matt, you're not the best at platform games. We've already established. Well, you this. don't. You don't. Have you seen me play a platform game? You don't know what I'm like. You don't yeah, play could... platform games. And it's I know like, that, but that's <laughs> I'm coming at it from left. From, might have a yeah. secret gift. Exactly. Yeah. You so, might. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Sunday night. I'm playing Alex Kid, and James will be on the call to help to guide me through it, basically. So listen just to, to me. Just to check, James, are you all right with this schedule? Because I feel like... So oh, no, basically, I, I talked to him in the week. I said, are you okay. sure? But he, he's, he's a madman. So. All right, all right, it's all fine, right, it's fine. fine. It's only... Well, because the Erica one's only a one-off anyway, hopefully. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. it's just fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was even so... considering with the one on Sunday, whether if you... Because if you use Mixer, can't you, like, take over the controller or something as well? Really? Yeah. I'm sure, isn't yeah. that a feature of Mixer that you can do that? Maybe. Well, we're sticking to Twitch. I won't need your help, James. I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so if you love James, it's a Thursday, Friday, and Sunday for James this it's week. It's a, I mean, a big old devils. James week, isn't it? It's, yeah. This is hashtag James week. <laughs> it's massive. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm playing Alex Kid Sunday night, and James will be there as well for support. Um, if you've got Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and with that, you get one free subscription per month. Please think about going over to our channel and giving us that free sub. If you do it when we're streaming, you'll get a lovely little shout out. Um, we really appreciate it. If you subbed in the past and it's expired, which it does, please think about coming back and, and subscribing again. Uh, that's it for streaming. Sarkles is still going. This week, um, James has, uh, no, Dave has in solo, uh, and that's yeah, basically Dave <laughs> caught up. <laughs> I mean, scene solo is a, well. It's a, it definitely was pr- was in was in front of him, and he had his eyes open. I think it, it, it's um, a fascinating episode. I must say. I mean, I've enjoyed really the entire is, series, uh, <laughs> but I, I have I had questions throughout watching this. Listen to this yep. one. Yep. I mean, I cannot wait for the roundtable. Yeah, we're, whole... we're skipping a week, aren't we? I think we're not. So it's not going to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not going to be this coming yeah. Monday. So, but maybe so the week after. that now. Dave has watched yeah. it. You've got to listen to it because it's. You've just got to listen to it. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's Dave now caught up with every single Star Wars film. We're going to do a roundtable, but not this week. It'll be the week after. And um, where we like myself and Sean joining uh, Dave and James uh, to discuss, you know, all the films, I guess. Disney um, era. Yeah. yeah, the current the current era. Um, yeah. In terms of Patreon stuff, we're on Patreon, of course. Patreon.com slash TCGS. August's bonus show and our talks over are both out now uh, for, for patrons. Uh, where in the talks over we talk over the E3 2004 Sony conference where they announced the uh, the PSP. Oh, it's it's dry, isn't it? It was. <laughs> I mean, we had well, fun. I mean, we but, we we made yeah. it our own thing, I guess. Yeah, um, it was so dry. We it went well, not off off the rails is the wrong way of describing it, but it, it yeah. went places. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Dave starts off by laying on the couch. So that's an example <laughs> of. Uh, 
of what the show what it was like. Um, yeah. And that's it. I mean, and like, yeah, thecomputergameshow.com if you want to see the rest of our stuff. And of course, we've launched our store, thecomputergameshow.com slash store. Check out the merch, t-shirts, tote bags, mugs, you name it. We've got it over there. Uh, please yeah. think about going over and seeing what we got. And that's about it. Cool. Thanks for listening. Um, this has been. This has ended up being a longer one after we thought it was going to be a shorter one. Again, always but, the way. Yeah, I mean, James is absolutely thrilled, as you can tell. Um, mm. Dave is actually. <laughs> Dave message is asking if we've finished recording yet, and James has just replied, "Nope." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, um, and catch you on the streams or next week, or you know, have, if you're a patron, watch the extra stuff that you've paid for. It's good, uh, especially if you like things falling over you'll have a great time <laughs> and uh, yeah most of all thanks for letting us be natural I guess cheers goodbye bye bye